Welcome to the brand new Night Elves podcast. You're going to find all sorts here, and we're starting pretty much where we finished off, with the best of the last four weeks on air. Now look, we're putting out one podcast a week, so help us out make sure you subscribe wherever you happen to listen. We've got shows dating back almost 40 years and some of the early ones are downright embarrassing. So there's going to be lots and lots of surprises coming up. This is episode one, taken from the on-air show on the 3rd of April, 2022. Just choking on me drink. What a way to start. You are with the big one. Alan Robson on the Night Owls, of course. Greatest Hits Radio Northeast. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks to everybody also watching on Facebook and YouTube and all those other places. Thank you very much for being with us. Tonight, a momentous evening. And your challenge is a good one, too. We just basically want you to ring in and tell me your Night Owl moments. Now, we've had... An awful lot of moments, almost half a century of moments, can you believe? From the daftness and the stupidity of early youth, which has never really left us. We've taken that all the way through. So we want your stories. And there's a good reason for that, because uh, we are letting you know that at the end of this month, Night Owls will come to an end on Greatest Hits Radio Northeast. Now, the night house goes on forever, and of course it will, and we will simply find another way of doing our thing, along with all of the other uh, Robson's World stuff, the ghost hunt on Facebook, YouTube, the blah, all of the other bits and pieces. We will be supplementing with a new podcast and a whole host of other things. So you can't miss me because I'm not going away. Okay, that's the deal. However, on Greatest Hits, we have enjoyed a couple of bonus years, really. Uh, so we're going to celebrate tonight. So pick up your telephone, give us a call on 0191 to remember, well, night elves, what's your memory of stuff you've heard over close to half a hundred years? Since I've put you on, it's been an absolute pleasure listening to you. Ah, well, thank you, mate. Appreciate it. Honestly, it just makes me laugh. Everyone's so friendly. It's like a like a communion, you know. It's yeah, brilliant. it's it's, a, it's certainly something like a mad person's picnic. Isn't that what it's called, mad person's picnic. <laughs> well, well, you've got <laughs> honestly, my friend, you've got a lot of a lot of respect. I'll tell you. Well, thank you. So it's lovely that you see it, Mark. Now, on top of that, of course, you will remember that not so very long ago, we were the only phone-in taking calls live from the Manchester bombing, and we got amazing calls. 
our daughters were there and we got to pick them up at the end of the show. Right. We'd walk through the tunnel to where the um, the booth is, where yes. the bomb had gone off. Right. And I'd said to my husband, I need the toilet. And I was going to go into the arena part itself. Right. And he says, no, we'll go to the train station because there's an adjoining platform. That's right, yeah. So that's and, where, where it went off. Yeah, that area. And we'd walked one minute down that platform. And all we heard was that almighty boom. And we looked at each other and was like, it's a, a bomb, with other words in it, obviously. Yeah. Turned around and people just running towards us. And then all panic. We need to get to our girls, you know, oh, sure. 14 and 17. So did we that ran. mean you were running towards the people that were running out? We were, yeah. Oh, my goodness. You shouldn't do that, we know, but the... Your instinct is to get to your children. Sure. And we ran back, and where we got to the foyer, there was just people all over. It was absolutely just blood and guts everywhere, really. And then we went to go towards to get into the arena itself, and I looked down, and I and I was a torso of a man, and I'm sure, and my husband's sure, that was him, the bomber. I stood on his intestines when I was trying to push the door to get into the arena, to see if we could see the girls. And um, we will push the door and we could just see everybody fleeing in the other direction. So we like sort of came back from where we came back through the bodies and just looking, there was people with like belts with tourniquets on their legs and you know, where they had legs blown and we sort of just ran out back towards the front of the arena to try and find our girls. But one minute earlier and it would have been us. And presumably there were people there injured waiting for help and not knowing what the hell to do because there were just people lying on the floor looking looking up and people like all these things like i didn't focus on anybody's faces i couldn't do that because right. we were just in blind panic trying to get to our kids and it was awful we had to run through that amazing amazing stories that you wouldn't get anywhere else and of course when people are in need one of the biggest honors in my life has been being there for someone who needs to talk that second, otherwise something horrific would happen. So, you know the Stanley knife? Yeah. Where is it? I can't tell you. No, you, you have to tell me, because I've, I've helped you, so you've got to help me now, haven't you, Hannah? No, I can't tell Well, I'm not going to tell them. What I want you to do is just to get the Stanley knife, open the door to where they are, and just slide it along the floor to them, and then shut the door. So then you'll just be on your own again. <laughs> so, so just go and do that for me now, Hannah, please. That would make, it would make me really happy if you would do that for me. Do, do that, no, don't do it for yourself, do it for, although it's good for you too, but do it for me. Do it for me. Have you done that? Brenda. Right. Thank you very much. That, I'm, I'm very, very, very proud of you. Thank you very much for that. That meant, that meant so much to me. I really appreciate that because that would just, that would just have made everything worse, wouldn't it? Yeah, brave girl and uh, fighting the demons. Like we all have demons. We all have monsters on our shoulders that we carry around on a daily basis, and the ability to help somebody ease that burden just a bit and of course from the fabulous and amazing people's real lives we also get the daft stuff too Brain got a downstairs pastor. you're kidding no but you had your nipple pierced did that not knack it did for about an hour after i had it done for about an hour and a half two hours it stung were you in the salon when she was getting hers done mm -hmm. but she was getting it done like 
Down there? Down there, aye. She must have screamed, you must have heard her. I didn't. But when she came out, she was walking normally. And I thought she hadn't had a done, I thought she'd taken off. So I went to her house and I made her drop her pants up to have a look. So what does it look like then? Hers looks awful. <laughs> 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 and what about the piercing? <laughs> <laughs> that looks not bad. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the stuff you can't make up. There's another story that I don't know whether you ever heard about, but this was fairly early back in the day. And I can't tell you because it was something, frankly, a little bit politically incorrect. But I made a joke at someone's expense, let's just put it that way. And a lorry driver driving along past... Newcastle's metro centre was laughing so much he drove his truck down the siding and it tipped over completely and I had to write a statement for court telling them what I'd said which was embarrassing at the best and uh, because he put in his claim that he couldn't stop laughing because he heard something on the show and there's plenty to laugh at frankly there was one moment when a guy who used to listen from Germany rang the show and I played a little bit of a practical joke on him and as we're just after April for April Fool's Day fooling a German fan this lad's a German who studied at Durham University and Night Owls was a big part of his life and he's called. And I thought, well, uh, it's the right time to, to try to call, you know, and now I'm through. Your show is still going on and still successful like it was? No, it, it finished years ago. This is my private number. I thought you were just ringing through to the house. Oh, this is your very private number? Yeah, this uh, is my house. I, I've just had my tea. Really? I, I didn't wake you up. No, you're all right, thank I was watching some late night telly. There's nothing on the radio this time of night. Oh, Jesus, I'm, 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 I'm very sorry. You know, uh, I, I thought it was on the radio. Incredible. Oh, why? How come? They sent me to the home where I am now with, uh, you know, all of the other broadcasters that nobody wants anymore. Uh-huh. And we just live here and, you know, we play drafts and chess and nod and occasionally dribble. That's all we do now. All right. But it was lovely of you to bring back some really happy memories. <laughs> of course you're on the radio. Really? Yes. Oh, <laughs> well, don't fool me, you know. Uh, it's the first time I'm talking to you. <laughs> Jesus, my God. Okay. <laughs> you felt really guilty there, didn't you? Yes, yeah, certainly, because, you know, it, it's not the right time to wake somebody up at night. Uh, but uh, um, in, in England, it's, it's about quarter to twelve, right? It's got to be quarter to one where you are, then. Right. Right. It is. There you go. Bless him. And we still get uh, emails from him. He's fabulous. Now, one of the other great memories, I tried desperately to find the actual call. A lot of you remember it because you heard it live on air. But it was during the Falklands conflict. And in the middle of a battle... A guy called me, we couldn't find the clip, but I did find a clip of me talking about the clip that we couldn't find in the first place. One of the most amazing phone calls that I've ever taken on Night Owls came from, I think it was, was it a thing called Goose Green? Was it Goose, right, Goose yeah. Green there? And... <laughs> I'm on air. This is absolutely true, because some Night Owls will remember this call. I'm on air, and the person on the switchboard says, Alan... Forget who's on your list. 
you have to take this call right now. And I take the call and I hear gunshots. Ka-ching and ricochets and noises in the background of blowy up things. And I'm, what the hell is this? And it was a guy who, it was his wife's birthday. He was in a phone box in the Falkland Islands under attack by the Argentinians. And he decided in the middle of it all, oh, there's a phone box. <laughs> how much change have I got? And it, about, uh, it took about 20, 50 pence pieces. And it kept going, boop, 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 boop. And, and he kept tying more, more money in there. Can you just tell Wallace? And it was, I wish her a, a happy birthday. Tell her I'm all right. <laughs> Stuff going off in the background. It was amazing, absolutely amazing. It was an absolute highlight. And then, of course, one of the great things is right across the age group, from the the uh, pink and crinkly to the very very young. And I loved this call from a little girl who radio to her strange concept. Because she absolutely believed that when she was talking to me on the phone, that I could see her too. What's your favourite pop star? What's my favourite pop star? Yeah. Um, I don't know. What's your favourite pop star? Rachel Stevenson. Rachel Stevenson. And why do you like Rachel Stevenson then? Because I like the new song, um, where it goes, some girls always get what they wanna wanna, oh, let's seem to get this, the other, other, seems number one, let's <laughs> forever, it's the only way to make you feel better. And can you do the little dance as well, Amy? Okay, ready. Can you do the dance as well? Okay. <laughs> Some girls always get what they want to wanna. All I need to get is the other, other dreams of number one. Let's forever, it's the only way to make you feel better. Are you doing the dance, Amy? Hey, yeah. fantastic. You can hear him. <gasps> it's hard to dance and sing at the same time. And uh, for the joy of that, the other thing was, most of you know, if you've listened to me for any length of time, I'll never make fun of somebody, unless they deserve it, um, but I will laugh with them. Now, on one occasion, we had a guy who decided to tell me about his love life and how he fancied a guy who looked a bit like Elvis. So I decided that was the perfect time to try and get in as many Elvis pieces of music references as I possibly could. And there's loads in here. However, Night Owls being Night Owls, he turned it around and took it to a place nobody could have expected. See how many Elvis tunes you can get. It's just the way he dresses and he's got tight pants and all the rest of it. You haven't bought an Elvis record, but when you see Elvis, yes, does that kind of do it yeah. for you? Does that get you all shook ah, up? Yes. Right. Is he always on your mind? Wait, most of the dear. Right. So you got this kind of burning love for him. It, it's a weird ah. thing, yeah. Well, Wait, I, I mean, you can't... I should mention it to them or yeah. ship or... You can't help falling in love. You can't, no. No. It's <sighs> blind. It is, that's true, and if he's going to be your latest flame, I, I just can't help believing that there's 
that there's more to it than this. You know, and maybe the, this is something that's been happening, you know, for a uh, while. Because, I mean, uh, if I can dream about women, why can't you dream about men just the same way? I mean, is it getting to a point where you're thinking, I've got to do something about it now? It's it's now or never. It is. Like, I was uh, thinking about going through the town to get another prostitute to see if that would knock my mind off to go back to women. Yeah. Or just, you just hang on and... Well, uh, I want to see what happens to yeah. see if... In fact, start a relationship with a woman. I don't mind goes. Yeah. I know I am into women, and then I'm not into blokes. No, and I know people have suspicious minds, but the, my suspicion is that you've got an infatuation with this guy. You know, with, with best friends, I think a lot of people have probably, probably felt that way down. Uh -huh. You know, and best mates because you're always hanging around with them. You think they're great. Whether that means you love them and you you physically want them to have sex with, is is another thing. All together, but uh, we'll ask what the night elves have experienced in that area. But thank you very much for coming on, God. Right, appreciate no problem, it. Uh, like, I'll be listening all night now to well, see if any other ones had any, any experience like that. And uh, right. I'll be listening. Yeah, what a star. Now, if you're going to be a star tonight, all we want from you, and you can call us on 0191 488 or you can WhatsApp us, and we'll get back to you. 07863 three seven if you'd like to do that now greatest hits radio it's about music obviously uh so therefore we're gonna slam a greatest hit at you in a second but before that some of you give us music on night elves and you're pretty special because it's never quite what you think <laughs> no, that, that happened there when the electric went off. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. So we want your calls, but let's be... Hey, we're on the up here. Night Owl's moving on to, uh, to better days. So just give us a call and tell me some of those memories that you've had over the years, the, the things that you've loved, the things that have shocked you, the things that... Uh, it's different every night, isn't it? And also, we also want your driving conversations, car stories. Uh, somebody asked if I would do this because he's got a good car story. So let's have it. Accidents, romance in cars maybe, road rage, your first car, names you've given your car, old technology, motorbikes, vans, lorries and buses. We want you driving your mad stories. 0191 and a ton of other things to talk about that we'll cover. Night Owls with Alan Robson. And a big thank you. I've just been sent uh, an email by an entire planet venus has sent in a load of stuff and very very kind indeed and uh, they're still going to be able to hear the podcasts and the ghost hunts and the weekly blah support as you say and uh, we've listened since the beginning some of us were only kids growing up listening to your show it is the end of an era some of your loyal supporters were in the night owls ghost chat tonight and got so emotional we had to leave well bless you hey on to better things 
always, always, Venus. And thank you very much to everybody, including uh, Sue, David, Maz, Adam, Rachel, Anna, Debs, Joe, Mark, Kelly, Steph, Natasha, Safi, Helen, Rob, Lisa, and everybody else in the ghosty chat. And also, who's this? Adam and Anna. Uh, about relationship advi- <laughs> advice, and uh, I don't know, is that the Adam that's coming on by any chance? It, uh, we've got no idea, but we have an Adam from County Durham. Let's go there. Oh, I tell a lie, it's Rob first. Rob, oh, it's from a group of supporters at Marsden Grotto. Hello, Rob. Hello. Hiya. Hello, everybody. Hi. There you go. Had a good night tonight. Arsene Bella. Waxa Bella. Good. Glad to hear it. No sign of ghosts there, though, because it's haunted Marsden Grotto. Oh, yeah, we're stood right now in, like, the archway. Uh-huh. And we're just, like, at this closed store that the staff has closed behind us. They said we could stand in the archway because they've all locked up. And we're just like, did you hear that knock? I was like, yeah, yeah, I heard that knock. Wow. Just, like, I was just like, having a little bit of a moment. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's brilliant. Great. Well, thank you very much. What are you talking about tonight, then, Rob? And team? So we 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 had a big meet up. Um quite a few of the the night owls came down tonight Great. and met some of them for the first time. Oh fair. Um so we've been here for hours now just um having a laugh, having a drink, talking about the show, Great. memories of things and um and it was nice to come to Mars and Grotto, which is a, a place you've been before in the past and the night after. Yeah. I know, happy days. Great place as well. And the funny thing was, if you remember, the if you go out the back doors onto the beach, because yeah. it's like a little tiny beach, to your right-hand side there's a Marsden Rock itself. And if you had torches, I don't know whether you did, uh, there's like a little carved-out bit where the smugglers used to hide barrels of hooch and stuff on it it's just just a cool place really I, I love the whole thing the only thing i don't like are all the stairs from the beach yeah, <laughs> yeah. all the way up and all the way down again you can certainly live without that in your life for sure <laughs> right yeah some of the memories that we were talking about so i think um tasha said that um you were the only man that could get her off to sleep at night and i was <laughs> i said well when i was little that was the you know the only way i could listen to the show was yeah. in bed because you know i wasn't allowed to stay up so night owls for me was <laughs> taking the little radio in and having the volume as low as possible yeah. but just enough to be able to hear it yeah especially on halloween for the ghost and because i had to be up to school in the morning sure trying <laughs> to listen under the bed sheets and like that's the funny thing because all of the people that used to listen under the bed clothes they they had bags under their eyes long before they should have had because yeah. they were up to like two in the morning and then had to get up at like seven for school oh not not fun at all and also you quite often would wake up if you had the you know the, like the little ear pieces in for your if your radio you'd have the wire around your neck and you'd be choking to death there's loads of little hazards to that old kind. but the thing that always everybody used to come up, not everybody fortunately, but a, a good number would come up and say what Tasha said, which is, oh, it's the only way I can get to sleep. I was yeah. trying to keep you awake, so obviously you wasn't <laughs> doing very well. You're all falling asleep to me, that's dreadful. But hey, here ho. Little bit of history. You were never boring though, Alan. You were never boring. It was just, it was always just your voice. Oh, right, right. So I should have, instead I just should have made one of those uh, hypnotist kind of tapes. <laughs> you will sleep. Then you don't need me at all otherwise <laughs> after that. No, it's funny. It's funny though. Everybody's got their own tale. Quite a lot of people were, like their mams listened 
and they heard the mother laughing, so they had to have a listen, and then they were laughing. Then they told their mates, and then they listened, and they were laughing. So, hey, it's great to hear those kind of things, and thanks for everything you guys do. The supporters wouldn't be anywhere without you guys. So thank you very much. Next Sorry. time you have a gathering, I'll be there for it. Don't you worry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Alan, by the way, yeah. I'm going to be starting a Heart Appreciation Society. Oh, that's sweet. Well, thank you. Why I'm not? Wearing, I'm wearing my Alan Robson hat right now. <laughs> I was I went on the, the ghost walk with you. Yes. I wore my hat. Uh-huh. And you wore your big one, so we right. didn't match. No, 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 but that, that, you see, it's 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 the differences that make us special. You see, that's oh, the thing. Okay, there you go. Hey, well, thank you very much for coming on, you guys. Enjoy the rest of your night, and thanks for letting me be at least a little bit of it. Thanks, Ian. Take care. Bye-bye. See you guys. Bye-bye. Oh, isn't that lovely? 0191488318. Now, Easter's been on, and he says, uh, Alan, that wifey who could only laugh has got to be in everybody's top three calls. Now, Chris hasn't found it yet, but it's about, and once he does, he'll send it through to me, and we will share that call, because it was it was silly. Anne's been on. Alan, so sad you're leaving. I'm in tears. I've listened since the very first show. You'll be a big, big miss. Love and good luck for the future. I know we haven't seen the last of you. Well, looking at me, you could do with seeing the last of me, but my voice will remain. Night else is not leaving the building like Elvis. Uh, we're in the northeast, and it's always been my privilege to represent the north and give the north a little bit of a of a sounding bar, somewhere where you can come on and let it out, and I will do my darndest to make sure that that happens again. So we're working on it. 0191-488-3188. And uh, also, uh, Adam is with us. He's in County Durham. Let's go and talk to him. Hello, Adam. Hi, Alan. Hello, mate. You're Hi, gonna, you're, you? I'm good. Have you got a memory for us? I have indeed. Good man. Um, well, I w- can echo a lot of uh, other callers as well, especially like what Rob was just saying before about you know, listening under the UV and whatever at night. <laughs> right. before school. Yeah. I'll, I'll always remember when I was back in school in 2001, I used to listen to it all the time, and I thought I was the only person in the year group who actually listened to it. And then <laughs> a friend popped up on your show and just blew me away with what he was saying. And um, just... I think over the years, I haven't like, grown up. I've actually like, kind of grown up with you. Ah, and, Thank you. You know, and um, there's been trivial things, but there's been incredibly serious things as well. And mm. I think you've done an absolutely amazing job. And it's a very bad deal. And I only came across it actually like, via Facebook. Because right. uh, I'll readily admit that um, due to basically life getting in the way, I haven't listened mm. a lot recently. Sure. Hey, no, hey, I get it. And uh, the the thing about Night Owls as it was, doesn't matter if you move abroad and work there for three years. At least you knew you were back home as soon as you switched the wireless on and you heard Night Owls. That's that's what it was for, for decades. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Life does get in the way for all of us. And it's it was always nice to have a constant, wasn't it? You know, oh, like a safety absolutely. net for everybody, yeah. Absolutely, and I felt like, uh, maybe it's for a lot of other people as well, it was like a kind of an escape for people. Mm. Yeah, because you, you could get rid of whatever worried you, at least you knew we'd have a nice bit crack. And you you kind of also used to, well, still do, get lost in other people's problems 
Or you hear yeah. what they what they're talking about, and you think, "Oh, something like that happened to me," and then off you go. But your head's not in that serious place. And sometimes you, I think, you need a, a chance to just step out of it for a while before you dive back in there, because life's tough these days. Tough for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And on a, I've got a question for you, though. Oh, go on in. Yeah. After you know, throughout all these years. Maybe it's not answer now, but throughout the show, what would you say the your most rewarding or most or most memorable uh, show or uh, uh, there was a best was oh oh that's that's actually not easy best mm-hmm. best show you see a, a lot of the specials that you can have a listen to on Robson's World a lot of the specials that we did from all over the world. They, they were my chances, my chance in life, really, to see places that I would never have gone if I hadn't had the opportunity through doing what I did, if you know what I mean. So yeah. a lot of them are, are like heart-stopping, life-fulfilling, uh, life you know, like bucket list-taking kind of things. And yet probably the the best shows aren't the big shows, the, the big specials. It's just when you, you're in the right place at the right time. The Manchester bombing night was horrible, but it was amazing because on that night, we managed to get people picked up free by taxis. We found them a place where everybody could go and stay the night free and get help and get counselling. And this was literally five minutes after the bomb went off. We were talking about it with people who were there. It, it, it's... To say that was the best show is not, not true, but it's it's kind of the spontaneous times that things happen are yeah. usually the best. And it doesn't matter whether I'm here or whether I'm anywhere else. If you're doing the show and something just breaks, I remember the, when the, the North flooded and I, I did the show on my own and I sent the team and my producer who was Gaynor at the time, I sent her out to buy loads of sandwiches and go to people who were trapped with a, a hot flask and, and, and some sandwiches. And we did that just for the whole night. And maybe the calls weren't the greatest calls ever in the history of the world, but they were from people ringing up saying, Alan, I've just had a steak sandwich. Thank you so much. Do you know? And I've just had a flask. I hadn't eaten since 12 o'clock. I've been stuck in my car since. So those kind of things are, are, are super cool because television can't do that. Radio can if if it's given the chance to be spontaneous and and local. You know, that's, a, that's, that's, that's the key to what I've always loved about it. And uh, yeah. I know the I know the world of radio has changed, and, and it was always going to, and there was always going to be a time when I had to step down from the box, and we're there. But let's face it, it's not like I haven't had a canny run, <laughs> if, you, if you know what I mean. Uh, they've tried to push me out with sticks previously, but I've held on. <laughs> well, I, I think I talk on behalf of everybody that I don't think there'll be anybody else like you again. Mm. Uh, there's a there's an awful lot of people uh, and ex-wives who would say thank heavens for that. <laughs> but uh, hey ho, lovely talking to you, Adam. Thank you so much right. for your kindness. Appreciate it. Uh, likewise, and it's been a privilege. Bless you, man. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Just just really nice. Thank you. Uh, but we accentuate the positive. Get shot of the negative because negative doesn't have a home on night and it never has. Oh one nine one four double eight three one double eight. 
It's a night of memories. Andy in Heaven's got one. Hi, Andy. Hi, Alan. You all right? Yes, I'm good, mate. Thank you. So what's your memory then? Um, many. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm turning 50 this, this month. Uh, I've been listening since I was 14. Cheapers. Um, right, it's a yeah, sentence. Long time, but <laughs> definitely. Um, I, I used to love the super quizzes on a, on a bank holiday weekend. Yeah, brilliant. Great fun. I once got one, I asked him one question, I got... <sighs> Away. Yes, this is the thing, and loads of people would, would pull me up after the bank holiday in the street, and they'd say, I sat there, and I answered like 40 questions in a row, yeah. then I rang the show, and I got my first question wrong, and that was it, I was gone, because <laughs> it does sound easy though, doesn't it, when, you know, when you're sitting at home, going, oh, I knew that, yeah. I knew. it's a different yeah. thing when you're on the spot though, I think, that's the, 100%, that's, 100%, that's the but uh, there's some really good memories over the years, and like uh, when you still the ghost hunts or the um, Halloween specials and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, we're doing the we're doing the weekly ghost hunts now on Facebook and YouTube, so yeah, I'm going to have a look at that. Still a chance. Eh? It'd be good if you did. That's cool. Anything else, then, Andy? Uh, no, that's all. Just wanted to say thanks for thanks you for the job you've done over the years. Um, uh, that's good of you. So you got but brilliant. Well, well, we'll keep on, keep it on. Thanks, Andy. All the best to you, mate. No problem. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. This is the the funny thing. Somebody uh, was saying to me earlier this week, oh, isn't it terrible? Isn't it? Oh, and, uh, whoa. I always remember Senna the Soothsayer from the old Frankie Howard Up Pompeii show for the seven or eight of you that's old enough to remember that. She used to always come on every show moaning about stuff and go, whoa, whoa, and thrice, whoa. There's none of that. Look at what's happening in the world. All that's happening here is I'm moving on to hopefully do something else. If anybody else has a something for me to do. And if they don't, then I'll do stuff myself. That's uh, that's how it is. And in light of what's happening in other parts of the world, I'm one of the luckiest people on the planet. 0191 Let us head in the direction of a stranger. A stranger in the darkness. Of pretty anonymous. Hello. Well, hello, my friend. Hello, mate. What can we do for you? Well, let me take you back to the days where you gave me the greatest laugh of my life, when you got me chased at by baboons. Oh, tell me more. <laughs> well, you set me up, you set the baboons loose, and I jumped over the fence about seven foot. I know exactly I... who you are, and yeah. you are... Do you mind if I tell everybody, because you are my hero? No, I don't mind. This is, I did it on purpose. This is Wayne, of course, who was a, a legend on uh, Metro Radio and TFM, and is still, in my opinion, one of the greatest presenters ever. Hiya, Wayne. Lovely to talk to you, man. Hello, mate. I just had to ring you because um, <laughs> I love you. And uh, you know what I want to say is we li- I think everyone listening now will be will know somebody they should have picked up the phone to that they've not spoken to in a long time or life changes and you think, I'll call that person. And sometimes it's always too late. Well, it's not too late to ring you and I thought I'd ring you and wish you the best uh, of luck. And as somebody who's used to uh, getting off that box <laughs> and getting new beginnings. <laughs> yeah, I know, I, I, but it was a box you should still be well and truly rattling around, well, man, honestly. Was... Well, I had, I had the chance again, but I declined it. And I think, you know, what we live in a world where, I remember Dale Winton said, you had to become a radio star to get into TV, and now you just have to be a TV star to get onto radio, so it's gone full circle. But, um, hey, listen, just one second before we reminisce, <laughs> I want to put you on to... Uh, a lot of people don't realise this. Uh, we were he's super, super close. And when my ginger Josh, as you called him, was born, you were the first person in to say hello to him. And 17 years later... Oh, my goodness, really? 
Hello. <laughs> Hello, Josh. Hey. Nice to hear you, man. You're all right. I tell you, fantastic. Great. Awesome, I, I remember when the day you were born, uh, I had to go and do a gig because your dad had obviously had to be by your mom's side. Yeah. So and it was, uh, it was one of those gigs that I tell you you would. Uh, uh, it was not exactly my finest hour. It was like <laughs> get through it as best you can because we were worried. And then we came up to see you uh, the following day. Fantastic! Yeah. Hey, how you been and what you doing with your life? I'm doing the A levels now. Brilliant! What are you aiming for? Uh, I'm going to go to university and get. To be a what? Maybe so accountant, maybe. Oh hell's bells! Like really? Your dad's. Your dad's learning to drive as well. <laughs> oh hey, well, good luck with that. But your your yeah. dad's not that bright. Why? How? Where did the accountancy come from? Mum. <laughs> from your mum? Yeah, I, I can understand. Mum died. Yeah. <laughs> I could believe that. Accountant. Yeah, just maybe get from wow. the dad. That's fantastic. <laughs> anyway, great talking to you, man. Thanks for coming on. Nice to see you, Alan. And you, Josh. Take it easy. I thought you might like that, mate. But um. <laughs> You know, you know what? I've um, I've, I've just made a couple of notes because I know it was your last show, and I, I think it, it's not it's not the end; it's the beginning. Because I, I spoke to many people in my time, Alan, where things have changed, and I always say to them, "You'll look back on this day and go, if it didn't happen, the other great stuff wouldn't happen." For and sure, um, for sure. besides um, baboons, I'm going to say the funniest <laughs> thing ever in my life for you to the last. However, I remember loving you so much, and you weren't very well, and we couldn't have contact. I drove to your house I and I bought you jambalaya from TGI's. I put it in my coat in the motorbike and it dripped down my trousers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, well, in, in fairness, there was an awful lot <laughs> fell down your trousers over the years, but yeah. we'll leave that alone. I know. I know. <laughs> um, and, uh, and still people in my, in my new role when I go to colleges and stuff, they go, recognize your voice. When you're the guy that Alan Robson tortured, and I went, oh yeah. But I, I want I want you to remember if you can remember one thing ever from your radio career with me, and I want to leave you with this one Oof. before I go and watch you live because I love you, man. Is I I remember doing the ghost walks with you, and anyone who's done it with you, it's it's, it's a prized possession to um, get to go around Germany. And there was this time where we were in a top hotel, and I thought we'd be recording till four in the morning. And you said, we finished, it's half nine. And I'm like, what? I could go and party in Germany. I was out till five <laughs> in the morning. But the best bit ever for me, the biggest scare I've ever had, forget Chillingham, it was non-ghost related. And you will remember this. And I challenge you not to laugh, Alan. We were doing the ghost walk late at night. And you went round this corner. There was ghosts and ghouls and we didn't realise there was this homeless guy and he sat up and went huh? and both of us almost died on the spot you just pinched somebody's bike from outside a like Hofbrau house or something in, yes. in Germany yeah, yeah. and uh, we went round the corner and I was right you know if you're telling stories you get right in the moment we're going and it was just around this corner and as soon as we got around the corner this six foot five bearded guy just dove out of the doorway and went, oh. and by the time you remember, you you um you told me that because uh, I not long had Josh. You said, oh yeah, don't worry, everyone knows at home that you're going to Germany. And it wasn't until I landed in Germany you said nobody knows. <laughs> It was funny because you said, uh, we're going to, quickly, I said, you're coming with me for a quick interview, and I had your passport, and we ended up getting oh, yeah. on a plane to interview Natalie and yeah. Brulia in uh, in Hanover, and we ended up in, yeah. the, in the, a midnight walk around the zoo. Do you remember the, <laughs> the fly enclosure? 
Oh, God, that was horrendous. Yeah, that was uh, really... (laughs) (laughs) You know what your legacy is still to this day? I still can't sell the house. Do you remember when you put prawns in my my old house? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You put prawns around the radiators and my posh pebbles in in the toilet. And everyone that came to rent the house went, is this the house that Alan Robson trashed? <laughs> it's still not sold. It's on Western Avenue, Alan. I've still got the same tenant in it. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, we're in it to oh, enjoy. Alan, hey, listen, listen. Send you a listen, lot of love. At Thanks, some man. point, listen, at some point between now, I'm, I'm going to listen to the whole lot just to be there for you, man. Hey, no, but if you can play that Angela looking at the moon clip, that was oh, just hilarious. That yeah, one. yeah. Have we got, we could dig oh, that out. We must have it. All right. Listen, uh, you know what? I think a lesson for everyone listening who, you know what, is don't leave it too long to pick up the phone, no matter what the no, circumstances. No, 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 no. And, you know, I wanted to do that. And I, I love you, Alan, and you love were you too, instrumental in my little career that I had. And I really do miss you so much. And yeah, you are as much the hero on the air, off air, that people yeah. don't get to see. So right, bless I love you, man. Thanks, Wayne. Take it easy. Take care. Love to the Bye, phone. Bye. Oh, Bye-bye. my goodness. That's just uh, Have we got that clip by any chance? Uh, oh, he's digging it out. So we will have that. See again, play it later. Oh, it, oh I just see, I'm, I'm being pointed to another call because Debbie is with us and she is in Win Leighton. Hello, Debbie. Hello, Alan. Hello, love. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. It's husband, he's not very well. Oh, blame me. It was always you that was the poorly sick one. I mean, what's happened to him? Uh, um, he's got something wrong with his lung. Oh, blame me. Are you getting it looked into, though? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. thank you very I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I've listened since James Wheels was on the radio. Mm-hmm. Okay. But from the bottom of my heart is um, all the people you saved when they rang you up that they needed help. You did absolutely wonders, Ireland, for those people. And I, I love you loads. Thank you, and can you remember at Christmas time when I bought all, tried to buy all my toys back that we, that we <laughs> husband bought? <laughs> I remember well. Got so yeah. many memories with you over the years, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was just, you're just so wonderful. I think, I think if you haven't got a place, I've got an outhouse, I could stick you in the Otoos every Sunday Just hold that thought. Because you, <laughs> you never know. But thank you very much. That's it, sweet of you. Thank you, Debbie. Oh, Great no. to hear from you again as well. Give, oh. you, give your lad my love, if you will, and get him, get him oh, well. Oh, get oh, him oh, well. I, I, I'm trying. Me, 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 me speech is, is, is getting bad again. Right. But I had it for nearly a year. Yeah. I mean, you got to remember, if, yeah, we, go, if I, we go back five or six years, you were yeah. saying to us... Well, I'm not going to be able to call, and we said, "Well, don't you worry. We'll if we have to, if we have to ring you back yeah. and sort it all out, and get somebody to say what you want to say on your behalf. Yeah. We'll make and it happen." And I put it in the machine. You did. And I when I when, <laughs> and when I tried to speak to you, I didn't it. <laughs> yeah, it was like I can't get the machine to work. Well, I can hear you. I can hear you. Man. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. It was funny. But look but at I'm, look at how long your voice has lasted. That's a oh, that's brilliant. You've been it, great. It, it's because I, it sounds weird, but I haven't been shouting. 
<laughs> well, you see, your, your husband's benefited from all of this, hasn't he, then? He he's hasn't got, got a, shouted at got for years. He's got a woman that every man wants. <laughs> Keep quiet. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Hey, that's yeah. fine. Oh, I love you, Lord. Alan. Love Honestly. you too, Debbie. Thank you. Um, oh, and even Chris in um, the other one. <laughs> and the other one. Tony. <laughs> Tony's looking up saying, yeah, that's how he's remembered. He's the other one. Bless him. <laughs> Thanks very much for coming on, Debbie. Love oh, to you both. Thanks, love. love. You, Take care. Bye-bye. And we will have that um, that amazing, and it was one of the funniest calls of all time. Because for those of you that don't know, Wayne was the show before mine for years, and we used to always do like cross-pollination. And uh, he stole my car and drove it all over the place while I was on holiday and uh, pretty much wrecked it. So I went to his house and, and wrecked that, putting soap powder down his toilet so when he flushed it, it went all the way down the stairs. Mark, always be a night owl's onwards and upwards, going to miss the calls and he's put his tattoo on with an owl and night owls on it. Yeah, that's the, that's the actual dog's dangle, isn't it? Thank you very much, Mark. Superb. 0191 And let's get as many of you on it as we possibly can. Les is there. He's in Chesterley Street. Hello, Les. Hello, Alan. How are you doing? I'm all right, man. Thank you for calling. Just want to say thanks for the memories over the years, mate. You've been a star. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. I so, followed you right from Hot Heavy Express right through the current day. Oh, happy days. Happy oh, days. Yeah, some good nights there, mate. <laughs> and some downright... There was, there was one joke we cracked in the Hot and Heavy that involved Vaseline and the Chief Constable that got, <laughs> yes, that I remember that got me in an awful lot of trouble and having to explain yeah, myself water, I did and uh, I had to end up explaining myself to the Chief Constable which <laughs> which wasn't ideal but uh, yeah well we just kind of pushed the envelope a tad uh, in a, a thousand ways and the great thing was after midnight we basically talked about all the things you're not really allowed to talk about because we knew it's rock music. None of the bosses are going to be listening to this. <laughs> so so we, we did what we could. It was funny. Funny days. I think one of the memories I think of all the time and I always laugh every time it comes into my mind. You were comparing one of the concerts at Gator Stadium. Uh-huh. And I was working security with the lads in front of the stage who was the Rocksteady crew. And you got the actual MC to hear you, the Rocksteady crew. I did, that's right. Trying to get the lads dancing. Yeah, funny. Funny days. Hey, good. Yeah, yeah you must have fun. seen a few stars in your time doing that kind of stuff, though, Les. Yeah, quite a few. Simple Minds, you too. Oh, wow. Good stuff. One nah, of the first times I saw you too was at Mayfair 79. Oh, blimey. Yeah, wonderful. Bef- before they'd really done. Much, you know, it was early days for some. They literally just released the first album, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would be right, my goodness. There from the beginning, you see, sign a good taste, Les. Sign a good taste, man. Yeah, but I've won a few competitions over the years as well. I think the last thing I won a couple of years ago was tickets for Cubics oh. in Heron Country Park. Tremendous. That's not bad. Great. Hey, happy days, Les. Anything else while you're on? No, just good luck for the future, mate, whatever you're doing. That's and, great. Uh, like I said in me message, when I message you, Jory Legend, never forgot your roots. Uh, good man. Thanks again, Les. Appreciate it. 
Cheers, man. Bye-bye. Look for the future, Alan. Cheers, man. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Uh, well, Northern is where it's at. Northern's where it is for the last ghost hunt. I had a lot of people talking about it because it wasn't actually a ghost hunt last week. Uh, we decided to do the Grizzly Trail of Newcastle, but the top part of it, because everybody does the quayside and around uh, uh, around the bottom end of Newcastle, the bridges and and that, and we've done one of them. So we did the top end, and it seems you absolutely loved it. So thank you very much. We've got a lot more coming your way, and of course, if you become a, a supporter, you get all of the old shows as well. So yeah, you'll be geared up. Uh, DJ Banger, oh hang on, end of the month. Sorry to hear uh, about the show. Been listening since James Wheel, uh, on and off. You're the best ever presenter of the show. I'm a supporter. Watch the ghost hunts. We'll follow to the end. Onward and upward, forward to the podcast. All the best, Timbo. Thanks, Tim. Great to have you with us. Uh, fellow DJ, always good. And next, we have Steve, who's in South Shields. We've got to do a ghost hunt in Shields. Hello, Steve. Hi, Alan. Hello, mate. Well, if you're going to do a ghost hunt, I've got to be there. <laughs> well, as soon as you hear us, just come and find us. We'll be easily found, I have, I have uh, no doubt about it. Uh, I got a phone call. I was lying on the sofa, watching the telly. Because uh-huh. I always get upstairs for around 10, 10 past 10 to put the show on. Bless you. That's the way. And Claire was up and says, Dad, the, the show's finished, it's finished, it's off tonight. I says, what, what? So I've got ducks living in the back garden, right? <laughs> and they were still running around in the back garden, so I runs outside, come on, can, 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 chucking a doom of rain. Oh, right. bedding was hanging on the line. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought I'd find other bedding. <laughs> and, uh, well, what, what do you say about such a gent? It's, it's cracks us up. It's cracking us up. I don't, man. Hey, worst things happen at sea, and we'll be back in some form, and if we can find any possible way of doing night owls again, in any form, we'll make it happen, and we'll grow it again. And uh, there's an awful lot of people out there that are loyal, steadfast, and true. We'll find a way to, to make it all happen. Uh, well, the other lad that was just on sort of pinched pinched a little bit of it because I've listened to you since Art and Heavy Hour Express. Great. Um, and you were the one that got us listening to White Snake, believe it or not. Oh, good choice then. The first time I ever see, heard White Snake it was on Metro. Right, yeah, yeah. And obviously I've been a lifelong supporter as well as you have, right? Yeah, sure. Um, but... Uh, Claire and Tom's devastated and all because they're, they're avid listeners. I mean, mm. Tom's nana used to ring up years ago. He's nana Hilda. Right, yeah. Uh, and then Tom started ringing and then he, he won, uh, uh, what was it? The Colin Academy tickets for right. uh-huh. Saxon. Oh, there you go. Uh-huh. That was absolutely a great night. Brilliant. Absolute great. Well, in their but, words, uh, never surrender when your back's against uh, the wall. Crack aye, on. Aye, aye. Well, I'll be, obviously I'll be listening to the end anyway, but uh, I just wanted to wish you all the best for the future, mate. Thanks, man. You've been an absolute star in me as well as everybody else. I mean, when I lost my wife, you helped us through that. Uh, and... Uh, 
But you've just you've just been like a friend to tap you on the shoulder and say, "Listen, I'm I'm listening." Mm. Yeah, I was glad that I'm useful for something, man. Thank you, Steve. Well, anyway, like I say, I'll not, uh, I suppose there'll be loads of people wanting to get on, but uh, I'll be listening to the end. Uh, I'll probably ring you before you, maybe your last show or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it would be great if you did. Thanks again, Steve. Okay, Alan. Love to everybody so else as well. I, I thank them be. so much. Thanks again. Cheers, man. Bye bye. Ah. 01914 Lots of other things to talk about too if you want to, but we want your night owl memories. The the thing that made you laugh, made you giggle, made you cry, because many, many have done that. One of my most memorable, somebody asked for, um, do you remember the girl that you sent to Disneyland? Yes, I do. And I'll, we'll dig out that clip at some point over the next few weeks because that just always makes me bubble as well. Right. First clue is down and Sunderland supporters nickname. That's your first clue. What song is that about? Prince Andrew, now dodgy dealing. Boris joking about COVID parties at a rich party in Claridge's. And have you heard that all that's going to happen to these characters, you know, when they wouldn't allow us to go to our own family's funerals, is a £50 fine. Uh, Ukraine deny bombing a Russian oil plant. We think Russia maybe did that to their own oil plant, so to give their own people a reason why they're in Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine's army have retaken 30 towns, which is amazing, and 164 violent criminals, including 12 terrorists who have murdered, have been released on their own recognizance. Which is, so there's plenty of other things to talk about. i got a sneaky suspicion we're going to have a few more night owl memories, so let's have that. Oh, how and a whole batch has come up. Oh, blamey, hundreds in fact. Stephanie Mulholland, best of luck, Alan, was a pleasure for me and my daughter to meet you and be radioed and, and be interviewed uh, on the radio. She still talks about it. La, I remember that well. Aunt, uh, Aunt Steele, my mum used to listen to you when I was very young. I'm 31 now. She's no longer with us, but I remember listening to you on her radio alarm clock with her and falling asleep. Good memories. Stephen Bowmaker, end of an era. Good. It's Paul Stevenson. Sorry to hear that. I've been listening, but only since 1985, so he started a bit late. <laughs> uh, Al Shakespeare. Thank you, Alan, for everything you've done for everybody. All the best for the future. Thank you. Darren Dalgleish. Is this a late April Fool's joke? At least I'm hoping it is. And all the best, Northern Legend. Thank you. Whew. Good stuff. Tell me your memory. Make me smile about uh, great stuff that we've done. Because let's face it, I'm just the thing that you bounce off. It's your show. we got Lisa, who's in South Shields. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Alan. Hello, love. I'm absolutely good at it here that you're leaving. Well, um, it had to happen sooner or later. Come on, Lisa. You well, know. no, we we'll have to keep you. We we'll have to keep you. <laughs> Do you know why? The most wonderfulest woman that you ever spoke to. Passed away on the 8th of March. Fortunately, it was my mum. And she was a great fan of yours. You've heard a lot of times. Um, hard. It's very hard, Alan. It only happened three weeks ago, and she didn't have much chance. You know, she went in the hospital, and she was... She had the cancer. She come home five days, and she was gone. Oh, bless. I'm so, um, so, I'm so sorry to hear that. That's awful. I'm devastated, I just don't know where I am with it, but, you know, on the bright side, she was my queen, Mm -hmm. and we did our best to do the best in five days we could. Did she have a decent run? How how old was she, love? 
Mum was only 72 when she passed. Ah, that's not that any, that's not any kind of age really these days. She had the cancer four years ago. Right. And she took bad and we got the doctor in and she had fell on her hip. And I thought it was because she fell out of my bed mm. Christmas. And when she got in, she had sepsis. Ah, she had right. food poisoning. She had bone cancer. She had lung cancer and she had stomach cancer. No, oh, blame me. And the doctor looked at me and I screamed. And I went right, I want her home. I said, you fast track her home now. Yeah, yeah. She come home on the Saturday and she died on the Tuesday at 11.20 with me. Right. Um, and her grandson with her, Peter Schilling, mm. who is now upset, really upset. Well, I bet, I bet. Um, and Carol and Kayleigh. Um, but, you know... I can't forget our smiles and our hugs and mm. I make our phone calls every day. Yeah, and it goes by that fast. Yeah, but you, but you I also, have... but frankly, Lisa, you you wouldn't want her in the kind of pain she must have been. Oh, I no, Alan, it was, it was hard at the end. It really was. No, I, I mean, bet. I had the Macmillan in. They were brilliant. I had the carers in, obviously, because I had to be two of us there. And I had to be carers popping in and out, obviously. Right. And I couldn't, I couldn't sort of drive her out because I'm not a nurse. Mm. They were fantastic. They really were. Matt Millen came out on the Tuesday and I said, she said, have you got any questions? And I went, yeah, I'm a bit concerned about when she does pass because mm. the gurgles sometimes and it gives you a fright. She said, she might not do it. She said, she might not do it. She might not. She didn't. She screamed for me, mum, me nana. And then she looked at the photo, and Kelly says, I'm going home now. Are you coming? And she passed. Right. And it was, it was final, but I knew what I had to do. Mm. The undertakers came to her, and I got already in the trouble myself. Oh, that's blamey. How did you, how did you have the courage to do that? That's a, that takes, that's a big ask. Do you know why it was my mum and if I could do that last thing for her, that's what I wanted to do. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful. Chris was, my dear Chris Tyndale, uh, not Tyndale, your choice was absolutely fab. Mm. Um, he told us what to do. I come already. And then, obviously, he had to put on a casket. Mm. And uh, I had every day with her. I never missed a day. And obviously, with her being bad, things were like getting really bad on the Tuesday, the Wednesday before our funeral. Mm. And I said, Chris, it's time. It was me and my friend. I said, we need to put the top on now. Mm. And he gave us the screws to screw them in. I did it myself. Right, right. I did it myself. And the next day, it was a funeral at nine o'clock in the morning. Mm. And she had a beautiful send-off, she did. Good, good. I mean, she deserved it. You one. know, she, she did. She was brave, very, very brave. And I tell you what, it is, Alan, believe it or not, she come out with some comical things. She said to me, I said, Mom, can I put a light on for my bed? Because I can't bed. Mm. She said, you should eat your carrots. What? And I was making a cup of tea. And she went, she's put a kettle on. I went, eh? <laughs> but yeah, it, it, she, she did come out with some, I mean, she was chucking, you know, the lollipops. Yeah. yeah. She was hiding the matters in the end, right? And she was like, I don't want them. She don't want nothing like that. I mean, she yeah. couldn't eat. But, you know, the, the, the thing with all of this is, and everything that you've said makes me know, not just think, but it makes me know that it was the right time for her to go. 
And it was the right time. It was the right time, and uh, that's as much as you can hope for, because you, you you don't want her no. living another ten years in that kind of pain, do you? Hell's bells. God, Alan, it was bad. I mean, I had the doctor out two weeks, well, a week before, and I said, look, he's going to have to do something. I mean, she had X-rays, mm. nothing. He stood there, didn't even take her temperature, right. didn't check her temperature, no nothing. He went to tie out of her. When I spoke to the doctor afterwards in the hospital, he went, it was a massive tumour on the top of her leg. Right. She broke her leg. She was getting out of bed. She was hobbling around out of bed, and the yeah. night she took bad, when they phoned me and said, look, the bloods are wrong. Right. Thursday, you need to go up, you need, you need to tell her we need her. And I said, well, what are you trying to say? She's going, tell me, I think it's leukemia. Mm. And I begged my mum that night, she was ill, spewing mm. everywhere, coughing, and I wait. I mean, she couldn't even get the toilet in the end. So I took her in, yeah. and I actually lost my temper with the nurse. Mm. She would never go in with her. I said, your COVID was over. And she looked at me, and I was in that much despair, Alan. I just got my head. She went, you're very disrespectful. I went, come down yeah, love. I went, I'll tell you what disrespectful is. Mm-hmm. I went, me going round there looking at my mum through a window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what disrespectful is. When she went on more sister, couldn't do enough for her. Yeah, yeah. Alan, it was brilliant. First time I seen her was when she was going up the ward six. Mm-hmm. And then from then I slept there every night. Yeah. Until until you could bring until you could bring her back. She went in the sitting room. Because it wasn't big enough in the bedroom, I mean. Did you stick a little single bed in or, or did you just have her on the couch? No, we just what we did is we had her on a hospital bed. All ah, right, right, yeah. So we had sense. a proper hospital bed. Correct. They came, they put it up, I had her oxygen mm. and on the Tuesday morning I had said she was bleeding a bit. I said, right, mum, you've had enough. I'm taking the machine off. It was just like a carbonator. Right. Yeah. Took it off and then I could hear her breathing and it was one of my mates. I said, I can't get into bed with her. And that was it, just gone. <sighs> so but Chris, I can't thank Chris enough mm. for what he's done. He bought a home. She's mm. now home with me. Yeah. Um, I've actually had a tattoo with that in. Right. Uh... So, it's not like you're going to need one to remember her, though, is it? Let's face it. I don't think so. I think now I'm clearing the house out, Alan. Mm. It's hard sure. to go through everything that you had. And I mean, my mum was a, a person who loved her stuff. Uh, right. um, so the only thing I'm struggling with is the fact that I need somebody to take the clothes. You know, like brand new clothes, and I'm getting nowhere with it. Yeah, well, can you not just drop them off at a local charity shop, and then they'll wash them and put well, them out and flog them? I thought I could ring them and they could just pick them up. I mean, they pick the machine up and I bed up, you know what I mean? I'm, there's only me. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting rid of the rubbish. Right. I couldn't take them out of the bags down that valley, Alan. So if there's anybody that's got a van that can take them up to a charity shop, is uh, yeah. would you be up for that if, if anybody rings yeah, you? yeah. Yeah. So yeah, please, definitely. Chris is nodding next door. He knows all about it. If you've got a van and you live anywhere in or around South Shields and you're willing to just take a load of clothes up to the local charity shop, it's an easy peasy. You park outside, you dunk them in, 
job done. 0191 488 If anybody's up to doing that, if you got, or a big car maybe, if you got one, you fill the boot in the back, in the back seat, um, there's a batch of clothes and we just love them to be used by somebody who needs them basically, so. Yeah, she's brand, brand new. Um, I would like to thank everybody that's been there, Alan, no, I mean, my partner, you know, my son, his wife, his ex-wives and his daughter. Right. They really, I don't think I would have known what to do with myself. No. Hey, but you've you done, you, what you, you know, you're saying you don't know what to do. You've done everything right. You've done everything right there. Yeah. And now no, it's, now no. I think just, you, you gave her a great send-off. You love no, her, of no, course you love her. You're going yeah. through, um, it's not like you can, Put her memory in place where you just because she's always going to be in your heart. That's oh, that's yeah, a given. Yeah. But you've just got to get through the the clarty bit now, and that's sorting that stuff yeah. and making a bit of space for yourself. That's uh, that's basically. And I'm hoping that by Friday I can handle Kaylin because. Yeah. But I live there and he's making it hard. I didn't speak, they didn't speak, and he's just sending horrible letters that I don't really need at the minute. So uh, I'm not going there tomorrow. No. Um, I'm actually leaving out with somebody else, but right. you know, I'll get over that bit as well as I will ever then else. You know? Hey, there's always, there's always something, Lisa, you know that. There's always something. It is. That's a yeah. fact. Hey, well, yeah. love to you but, and good luck. Yeah. And if we get anybody that's got a van and lives in South Shields or around, We'll give you a call straight back, okay? And will you shout out for me, my Madge um, Shillin? Right. Uh, was a bravest person I have on you. That uh, certainly sounds it. Uh, you, you're not far behind, Elisa. Thank you very much for coming. Uh-huh. Thank you, Alan. Take care, love. Bye bye. Ah, you know when you're talking about. Uh, uh, you know, end of the shows and this kind of stuff uh, fades into insignificance in the grand scheme, you know. 0191 488 Alan Robson with you. Thank you again for joining us. We are talking about just magic moments from uh, from almost half a century. It sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? And... Uh, Anne has been on and says, Alan, there's loads of great memories from the show. I remember when your producer was trying to kill you. Uh, you were in 50 foot of water in Loch Lomond, uh, underneath a boat, and I was yelling at the radio, get him up! No, <laughs> knowing that you couldn't swim. I was actually under the water and my head was screaming, get me up! As well. Uh, remember when they recorded you snoring? Bet you got them back for that. I did. And you were winding Linda up, telling her Tenerife was good, but Nainarife was better, and she thought you were serious. Happy days. Mine, we had so many with Linda, you know. I had an awful lot. What starts with N, ends with N, has 19 letters, and means constipation. No, I don't no. know that one. You want to know the answer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We, I've got loads of messages coming in as well as those uh, people who are ringing in and thanks to all of you for this David, Jack, I'm a first time caller I'm a little nervous 
Uh-huh. Uh, Chrissy Armstrong, well, it's traditional, isn't it? Chrissy Armstrong, that settled it. I'm off to subscribe to your go, sons. Take care, Alan. Thank you, Chrissy. Uh, Joanne, wow, I grew up listening to this. I even phoned in twice and spoke with Alan. Such a shame it's ending. Pat Moore, bye, Alan. It's been a hell of a raid all of them years. Good luck with your podcast and other stuff. Janet Scott, I've listened for 40 years. I hope another station picks up the show. Uh, Angela Cardill, best wishes, Alan, on the new ventures. And a huge thank you for Night Elves. Karen Cummings, good luck in the future. Good to miss listening to you on a Sunday night. Ryan Grimbo, the only talk show I've ever listened to. Used to always listen, went out on my nighttime drives. Could listen to you every night. Uh, Ashley Varty, no, 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 no way. I've listened for 24 years. Lost without Alan. Gutted. Kelly Dent. Oh, Kelly, it's a shame. Night Owl's a massive part of my life for a number of years. I wouldn't have met my best friend, Jane, and be an auntie to my godson, Jack, if it hadn't been a Night Owl. Ah, nice stuff. Another one's come in. This one is from Skyler in Stockholm in Sweden. Um, hi, Alan. Gutted to see you going from the radio for now, but what a run. I've been listening since the mid-2000s. It's been wonderful to have such a unique show to share my, with my friends across the country and out here in my new home of Sweden. Biggest memory of the show was the night you gave updates about Michael Jackson being rushed to hospital. My mum didn't believe it, but the next morning she told me that he had actually passed. Won one competition when I was a student in Newcastle. Got a bunch of CDs, including Wolf Alice, that I listened to nowadays. Good choice. Uh, best wishes, Skyler in Stockholm. Great from that. And, oh, another whole pile. Vincent Wallace, night out is a huge part of the northeast Joe Hart just gutted hopefully someone will pick you up uh, <laughs> I've stood on street corners for years never got close and Wilkinson was always on the radio when uh I earned, I earned the twi- earned when I worked the twilight shift in Gateway. I think that's predictive text all over. Vicky Louise May, gonna be a big miss. Andy Scott, I've listened to Alan's Night Owls for 36 years since the age of 14 and 15. Love the Blade Runner super quizzes. Uh, Colin Ebdale, all the best, Alan from CC Clogs. Cheers. Tory Headley to be, you'll be a huge miss, Mr. Robson. Take care, Alan. Helen Brunn, my mum used to ring in years ago. Good luck with your new adventures. And thank you for all the memories. And blame me another one. This is uh, Adam and Anna. I once called the show to get some relationship advice. My g- <laughs> my girlfriend was very unhappy about me pickling eggs in the kitchen of our flat in Gateshead. She said the pickle jar smelled. I beg to differ. Just to let you know, we since got engaged. We're getting married on the 23rd of this month. Can we have a shout out? We love the show. Adam and Anna, thank you very much, all of you. And David Johnson wants to mention, he's been feeling a bit down, and he wants to know if there are any autism. Groups. We've tried this a few times without success, but we will keep trying for you, David. 0191 488 And we have, oh, blimey, a name from the past. Those of you that have been with me for any length of time will know uh, the parascending, the parachuting, the bungee jumping, the zip wires, all of this kind of stuff. Uh, the nickname Flashing Blade stuck. And I once brought a young lad into the studio to do the show, pretty much on his own, but with me in the background. And his name was Little Flash, and he's on the telephone right now. Hello, Little Flash. Hello, old friend. Hello, mate. <laughs> Big Flash now, oh, I'm my... guessing. So, yeah. hey. <laughs> 42 now. 
bells. That's ridiculous. That is the most ridiculous thing in the world. Because in my head, you'll always be little Flash, you see. That's the thing. I know. Um, <laughs> wow, Alan. Um, well, I mean, you just mentioned the, the story there, but I, very briefly, you kind of tripped down memory lane for you. Yeah, yeah. I, came to, I remember ringing you, I was about eight, um, uh, at my auntie's house, and uh, I, I always wanted to work on radio, so I was little, so I was three. I used to walk around the house with my phone and uh, with my finger in my ear, my mum would tell us to do jobs around the house. I'd go, not now, mum, I'm on air. Anyway, um, we came to see you in the Lambton Worm, and I mean, I remember we came to see you so many times in the Lampton Worm, and yeah. my mum wrote to you, 10th of May, 1989. And I don't know if you remember that day, but you'd actually managed to get uh, the news, the local news, to say that you 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 you'd finished at Metro and um, you, um, you you nobody knew who was you, you was going to be a replacement, but you didn't. No one knew who it was going to be. Right. And then you had me do the first hour, so there was this big build up to that happening. Um, <laughs> I came up to see you about seven o'clock that night. We had a walk around the studio. I've still got the jumper, ah, so my mum needed me a jumper and you a jumper. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And I've still got the jump. I've still got the scrapbook. And yeah, like you said, I did the first hour. Um, and I've still got the cassette of that. Uh-huh. Um, but your investment in me, and I've, I know I've emailed you before, but your investment in me uh, that night, mm-hmm. and then subsequently was a few times after that. I remember getting involved in community radio, um, and I turned up one Saturday afternoon with a reel. And said, "Would you do some jingles for it?" And you were like, "Okay." Um, I mean, you just invested so much time in me, um, and I went on to do magic and perform myself. And you, you were the spark, mm-hmm. uh, ultimately. So you know, you, you, it's it's difficult to even put into words. Um, you know how how grateful I am. Um, you, you just brilliant. Just, and I'm sad to see you go, but um, I think you deserve the rest and. You know, and just amazing, Alan. Thank you uh, so much for for your time. Um, uh, thanks, Flash. <laughs> hey, it was it was great having you. You were a, an absolute star from the beginning. You you were a natural, and we knew you were going to do something. So well done, yeah. and uh, thank you for that. It was very kind, Flash. Thank you very much. Take care of yourself, Alan. No worries, man. Bye bye. Ah, plenty heartbreaking stuff. Whole ton of stuff here. We want happy. Give me happy. Give me happy because we're that's what we're that's what we're for, fancy. Fran, oh, you'd be such a miss. Good luck on whatever you do, Ian Curtin. Wow, I grew up listening to you from my early teens, lying in bed when I shouldn't have been listening, and on and off for thirty years. Never always agreed with Alan's opinions. That's a fact. But <laughs> uh, but a good show that kept me entertained for hours. Good luck in the future. Chris Goodband, he's the best radio presenter. Full stop. Great to listen to. Generally cares about you. Good luck, Alan. Mandy Morgan. Uh, Going to be a big gap in our lives. Thanks for all the years, Alan. You're a legend. Love the ghost stories, the hunts, the chats, events. Far too much to mention. Miss you already. Good luck for the future, whatever you're up to. Thank you. Irene Johnston, wishing you all the best. Listen for years. So sad. You're a legend. Uh, I'm not sad I'm a legend. I'm, I'm quite happy about that. Rita Morris, going to be a big miss, Alan. Wish you all the best for the future. Denise Douglas, DD. So sad, so sad, my pal. Miss you uh, so much. Great memories. Rock on. Will do. Susan Lewins, end of a precious era. Thank you for getting me through so many lonely nights growing up. John Brunton, I'm honestly in shock. Always thought Nine Elves would go on forever. Well, we will, but I'm not planning to stop. 
And, you know, like I said before, um, you kind of miss me if I won't go away. And Mark Laker said, end of an era, a true radio great. Thank you. Ray Rose, who was a broadcaster here, has texted me as well. Thank you, Ray, if you're listening. Um, uh, the best there ever was, he said, which is uh, more than I deserve. Uh, right. Terry, Newcastle. Hello, Terry. Hey, Alan, you all right? Yes, good, mate. What can we do for you? I just want your advice, Alan. Uh-huh. Um, I listen to you all the time. Thank you. And basically, like, about seven years ago, so... About seven years ago, so... My woman, she left this for my best friend. Yeah, you've got your radio on in the background and we can hear both of them kind of bleeding uh, on, t- on top of each other. So just switch one off. You, uh, it was uh, something, uh, something uh, about uh, a girlfriend cheating on you, was it? Or something of that sort? I about, about seven years ago. Right. Um, me, about seven years ago, my best friend, um, he cheated on his limos and he, he left us. Right. Um, my girlfriend left us and she was sleeping with me. My best friend was the only girlfriend behind me back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, ne- well neither of them deserved you. I, I presume they're both out the picture now, are they, Terry? They, they are, but I'm, I'm back involved with my ex, but just uh-huh. for the kids and stuff and... Right, I know that that's that's a necessity, though, isn't it? Rather than a pleasure, that's that's the thing. <laughs> it is. I want your advice because it has gone to work, and like obviously, it has gone to work. My best friend, who I took, and he was he's in trouble at the time. I took men, and mm. they're going to give it as in work and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, well, I mean, advice, you, you've done everything right. You're not with her anymore, and he's not your mate, because he was never your mate if he's going to do something like that. No, he, he was never, he was me from the try to help, but he's in jail now. Right. Well, best place for him. Maybe he can find a new partner when he's in there. I hope so, but obviously I'm, I'm back involved with her now because obviously I, I do love her, but obviously what they've done was devastating. And hmm. Yeah, um, but you, you've had a few years to, to get past it. Why, why do you think you can't? I think basically because I, I loved that so much, and obviously when when I used to go work and so obviously they were cheating on us like in the background, and I was, yeah, yeah. it was hard to get over. So I, like, I got on and had my own life. In the meantime, mm. they were doing that, and obviously he's away now. She's had her own life, but now I'm back on the scene. Right. And and it, I, I, I I don't know what you think the best advice to do is because it is hard because I've got the kids to rally. I do speak all the time. Yeah, but do you so not think that maybe if this other guy was out of prison, should be with him? But she, he's not out of prison, so she's just said, well, I'll go back to the other guy and I'll start having him in my life. you you just got to be careful that you don't end up just being used here, Terry. Because you're, you're vulnerable, aren't you? That's the thing. It sounds like you're, uh, she, she's trying to suck the two of you back together so that, uh, you know, there's somebody there for her and the kids. But who's to say when this other guy gets out, or oh, the next guy she likes the look of comes by, she dumps you again and you're back to square one again. That's what I think. That's why I rang you, Alan, because like, it is, and like, I'm, I'm stuck because like, obviously that happened, and I, like, in my life I moved on and got mm. on with my life, so she got on my life. Yeah. She got on with me, like, now I've come back. It's just basically case of, like, 
Sounds like she's got nobody else to play with, man. And it looks like she, yeah, she knows she's got you as a friend because you're like father of, of children, what have you. I would, if I were you, I'd just be very careful. Enjoy. I love what well, I know, but that's what that's that's what makes you a, a soft. Poo, if you know what I mean. Uh, no, you, uh, you've uh, just, you've just got to see it for what it is. You know, this is not. Oh, I've suddenly realised how you're the, the only man for me because she hasn't. She just the other guy's not around, and you are. So let's do things with this guy. And just be careful. Don't get your heart broken again, because that's the risk you're running here. You already know she she will cheat on you. So do you really want to get into that again? I don't do it is obviously because of the kids obviously get that relationship where he's you, you be okay and stuff. Sure. I really don't, but I, I fall for her and she's like that's what I'm scared of because she does these things. Yeah. And like it, it, it is hard. It's, it's, it's easier said than done. No, I, absolutely. I mean, emotions that you've got because she's the mother of your children and you love your kids. I get that, but on the other hand, you've got to say, I'm going to enjoy the moment of being with my children, I'm going to be pleasant with this woman, you don't have to do anything to cause her any harm or any misery, but just yeah. don't allow yourself, because you're in control of you, you can't control what she does, but you're in control of you, you know this yeah. woman's prone to go off elsewhere, don't put yourself in a place where you're going to be destroyed if anything like that happens. This is not suddenly, oh, the love is back and everything's great. Yeah. It's just her bloke's out the picture because he's locked up. He will get out. Oh, then what happens? Yeah. Don't don't allow yourself to, to fall too far, man. You know, see, you it know for, see it for what it is. You're writing what you're saying, and that's only that needs like some sort of confirmation because it has yeah. all been all of a sudden since then. There you go. Hey, just don't allow yourself to be a mug. You were a mug once, and I've been that mug too. Well, I'm not going to well. let myself be there again. But thank you for calling. All the best, Terry. Well, thank you, Alan. Make it happen, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, there you go. How, how many of you have been in a... Uh, Blame me. We've all been in similar kind of wriggles. I love this, because somebody's just said, I'll read Shaggy. <laughs> was the headline and it's from the ferret hi alan love you man thank you ferret happy memories uh shaggy was my nickname before the flashing played and uh, don't read more into it than the fact is i looked a lot like shaggy from scooby-doo and dressed similarly kind of for a while a whole load of others blame me gonna play a bit of music another star coming out at night and it's Gloria Gain, I know less. Uh, Beverly Howells, can't believe you're, you're going. Love the show. Hope you have uh, uh, success in the new adventures. I hope so too. Helen Shaw, I used to listen to you many a night on your late night phone in. My Auntie Maggie loved your program as well. That's from Leslie. Uh, Molly Jolly, so sad to hear this. Alan, you're going to be missed by so many. Thank you. Craig Ridley, good luck in the future. My childhood, right there. Stevie Watson, this is so sad. A true legend. Brian Skur, I'm gutted, but it's about time you had more time to yourself. Been listening to you since I was a teenager. Would have loved to have got on another ghost hunt with you. Take care and rest easy. Well, you never know. We're still doing them on uh, YouTube and Facebook every Friday. 
just type in Night Owls Ghost Hunts, Alan Robson, uh, Night Owls Ghost Hunts, and you'll, we, we, we pop up. Uh, so you, you don't have to miss us too much. Andrew Welsh, thank you for so many memories over the year. End of an era. Love Night Owls. Good luck, Alan. Good luck in the future. You'll be missed by a lot of people. Anne-Marie Harrison, new things coming and more freedom to do it. Looking forward to his adventures. Thank you. It's the... I'm so used to working like 14 to 16 hours a day. Just having one night a week has been devastating because you're like, what the hell do you do? <laughs> watch the telly. What? Gonna watch the telly. Don't, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a nightmare. Anyway, Alex Alder, an end of an era. Love listening to Alan on low so me mum couldn't hear and tell me off. Even if one Halloween I was brave and so terrified, I ended up crying and running downstairs, still traumatised by a scream EVP. Now, what will we do uh, without hearing about Mildred seeing UFOs while putting our washing out, Alan? Uh, it's brilliant. Alex, thank you very much. A million memories. We've all got them. Thank Thank you very much for all your kindness. I've been swamped with just loveliness. So thank you very much for all of that. However, time for your second clue so you could be a winner and win one of our Muggsy um, things. We never know what to call them, but he usually puts like a slide up saying, showing you on screen what it is that you... Oh, there it is. Watch it competition prize, a non-spilled Night Owls cup. It's one of those that keeps stuff hot if it's hot. Keeps stuff... Co- it's got a memory. Keeps stuff cold when it's cold and you don't have to tell it or any, anything. So, if you want to win one of these collect there's items we said, and we weren't kidding. I'm going to give you four clues. Each clue will give you the name of a song, a hit song, and you've got to work out what the four hits were, and then tell me whose hits they were. Quite a clever one this week, I thought. First clue, a Sunderland supporter's nickname. That's your first clue, a Sunderland supporter's nickname. And the second clue, Nick Cotton's nickname in East Enders. He was known as something Nick. Nick Cotton's nickname in East Enders. What was his nickname? Nick Cotton. Bit of an old school clue, that, but uh, see if you can work it out. You've got two hit songs now. Who's hit? Just keep it in abeyance. Two more clues to come, then you can ring in and hopefully win something. So do that. Couple of things. Uh, Glenn from Sunderland and Pauline of York have said uh, they want to, if there's anything they can do to support uh, me in the show, well, Loads, uh, basically. Just watch out for me wherever you are. Check me out online. I'll be doing something somewhere. And um, Robson's World, you can always go on and have a look around there. That's cool. That's my personal website. And uh, also, to become a supporter, I think there's a few... um, little things you click on and it takes you it shows you how to do all of that so uh easy peasy uh lots more people sending stuff in i don't want to miss anybody out i want to answer everything that i can for you very quickly kim douglas gutted alan alan's always been there helped me through so much we need him thank you kim shane swift good luck alan you deserve the best i had the pleasure of meeting you at a night owl party a nice bloke please continue to entertain us in whatever way it may be julie McAlpine. such sad news i for one will miss night owls wish you all the luck in the world a big thank you for all you've done over the years mark watts absolutely the end of an era i wish alan the best for years to come thank you for the memories sarah carmichael absolutely love night owls especially when there's Gene and Linda and Matthew and Neil come on, going to be such a miss. 
But all the luck in the world, whatever you do, lots of hearts. Karen Wright, I'm listening to Alan, listening since my teens over 30 years ago, when I listened secretly with my Walkman hidden under the pillow. You'll be a big miss. I wish you the best for the future. Hopefully we'll hear you back on the airwaves. Moira Manson, uh, listen to Alan from day one. Going to be a sad day. Rang in, spoke to Alan many times. Met you at Seaburn and a couple of ghost hunts. Won't be the same without you. Good luck. Sean Brown, I never used to listen to your show every night when I was younger then ghost hunts though, especially Chillingham Castle, it was the best one I heard, I remember, I hid under my blanket with my light on, never slept that night, but it was such a good show hope whatever you do, I wish you all the very best, that's from Sean, thank you Sean, let's crack on, let's get some calls in, we want some happy memories and daft memories and all of that, or Talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about. Because uh, usually when I tell you to talk about something, it's the one thing you never talk about. So, uh, But tonight it's different, and I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Claire is with us, and she is in South Shields. Hello, Claire. Hello. Hello, darling. How are you doing? I am good. Good. Good, good, good. I just want to start off. I've got a list. <laughs> all right. So I've got it all written down so I don't forget anything. Oh, that's good. Prep sheets. What was a good idea? Right. I want to congratulate you for all you've done. Um, Thank you. You've helped me massively for losing my mum and, you know, my dad, Steve, so we've had lots of help from you and we just want to thank you very much and for all the memories. Um, I've seen you in the Tina Turner concert in, I think it was 98 or 99, and um, my dad put us on his shoulders and you threw a T-shirt to us and I won. There you go. Brilliant. I still got... I've still got the t shirt. Excellent, um, excellent. Never forget the day. Um, I kind of want to talk about you instead. Okay. I want to turn it round. Right. I, I want to ask how you feel. How do you feel knowing you've helped so many people? <sighs> hey, it's, it's one of those things. If I'm honest, it's mm-hmm. lovely. It's lovely that anybody has anything nice to say about anybody, but especially me. Um, so I'm, I'm very humbled by by all of that. It's weird because mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you know how on, on the internet uh, people get trolled and nasty and this, you hate you and you're this and you're that and you're that. Mm-hmm. You tend to remember the the horrible and you tend to push to one side the really nice things. Because, I mean, it's a flood of lovely that I've had tonight. And I'm very grateful. But It must be difficult driving home, <sighs> listening to everybody's problems. Like, mm. you're not paid in that sense, are you? Like, you're not... I don't know if you are a counsellor. I don't know what you're trained in. But <laughs> you have to listen right. to everyone's problems and take that home. It must come in your head. Every time we drive in home, thank God. Yeah. I mean, the the heavy ones, and there's been lots of really heavy stuff, and you would drive home late in the evening. The, the weird thing about it was, while you're on air, you do something really heavy, then your next mm-hmm. call might be something just stupid and funny. Uh-huh. And it's, it's hard even, you laugh and you think, oh, should I have laughed because the last call was, like, horrific. But... It was the nature of the show. You had to be up for the next call, whatever it was. When you got home, you cannot sleep for two or three hours because it's all buzzing does around it go, in your head. Does it go through your head? It must oh, go through yeah. your head what you've listened to on a night time. Yeah, and what I do, what I've always done, is I go through and I say, oh, I should have said that, and I should have said this, and maybe I shouldn't have said that, but I should have said... Uh, I go through 
the riggers, but on the show you've always got to answer immediately. So it's not always mm. the right answer, and it's not always yeah, the best no. thing to say, and you end up getting criticised. Kind of when that sometimes, like when you got out of the studio and then you had to drive home and you thought about the question, like, did it affect your life? Yeah, oh, yeah, it it was my life, I mean, for most of it, and it rebounded. And everybody thinks it's just in work, but it's not. I bet you've took a lot of work home with you. Always, yeah, of course. And you've got to remember that the way that I did it, and cost me an awful lot of private life over the years, I was getting home at between, depending where I lived, uh, but three o'clock or four o'clock in the morning, then thinking about stuff for an hour or two, and I, mm-hmm. I was driving back to work at half past eleven, so you'd get and like five and a half, six hours sleep. Then you're up and you're going straight back in because you want to prepare well enough so that the show's an absolute blast. That because if you if you prepare everything, the show's just fun. Unless you get something yeah. heavy on, but it's it's usually just fun. It but it, flows. Yeah, well, that's, well, that's the that's when we try to make it flow as best we could. But uh, no, it, it kept me awake a lot. But uh, hey, anybody that cares you know, about what they do, do, you know, do you know how much you've probably done for people in your time? Though I think like I'm kind of one of them people that thinks overthinks things. But, um, <laughs> like, I do think like how much you've done. For people, well, it's, like, it's, it's kind of it, it. Must, it must affect you as a person because you're not just somebody that sits on the radio, you're actually a human being like everybody else. And mm. I just wanted to find out, like, your side of it, like, instead of it always just being for sure, like, it must uh, have its toll on you. Like, yeah, well, you know, I've, it's, I've, I haven't been married a lot for fun, you know, it's 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 <laughs> it's, it's, effect- I said that to it's affected me, <laughs> my private life massively. and uh, st- still does in a different way now because I'm um, looking for you know looking for something else to do that's that that's the same you know it's that's helping that's making me useful because I don't feel obviously I've never felt as useful uh, doing one night a week as I as I could be doing six uh, no, and so that's been a major kind of change and we've ended up doing things off air. But on Facebook and YouTube and podcasts and websites, you try and do all of them is to replace it. But well, what how, I've, how I've always that believed that with all that people because I, I yeah. I'm only thirty, God mm-hmm. seven. Right. I haven't got a clue about podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, how does all that generation understand yeah. how to find you again? Like, I, think, I think it's an important question. It is. And then, I, you I think can keep asking it and asking it, but, <laughs> and dragging it and bragging it, but unless they don't know how to do it, yeah. they don't know how to get this with think, you again. I think the key is, if you've got a, a telephone... You go on mm-hmm. to the, you go into Google and you type in Alan Robson's podcast and it'll take you there. You type in Robson's World, it'll take you there. Uh, type in uh, granted, Facebook uh, is not everybody's cup of tea, but if not, you go to YouTube. That's right. on your Google. Be, that's on will your that Google. Will be live or not? It won't run it. Yes. On it a, will. Well, it'll be. Mm, if you're a supporter, it'll be live every Tuesday. If you're not a supporter, you can still watch it recorded live on a Friday. Right. Right. So, to be a supporter, let us clarify this for people that don't understand. You have to pay like a little fee, don't you? It's not a lot. 
No, but you, oh. you but you don't need to watch it on a Friday. You don't doesn't cost you anything. You just go on YouTube and watch it on a Friday. Yeah, right. yeah so it does. Just for my dad because my dad's going to miss you loads, and I want to just figure out how I got him into it. Right, hey, hey, don't worry about it. Just go, just enjoy it on a Friday. It's free. Help yourself. That's the that's right. the thing. I'm not going. I'm not twisting anybody's I'm arm. Sorry, I'm just anything. trying to wait it out for other people because it's confusing. <laughs> no, it is. it is for me too. Because um, I, yeah. I would just rather sit here and chat, if you don't mind. You know, genuinely, yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather still be uh, doing this. Doing what you do. Absolutely. But hey, thank you very much, Kelly, for t- <laughs> turning the tables. Can I just say, can I say a couple more things? How you focus? Yeah, go. Thomas is my you might remember, Nana Hilda. Hilda um, Watson. Yes. Obviously, she passed away a long time. And uh, Thomas men- says, um, can you mention her? Like, obviously, so I've just done it. And um, uh, Peggy Thompson, who lives uh, next door to me, she's a regular too. Yeah. Um, Lovely. And just, just want to say thank you for all you've done. Um, you've helped me through a dark place. And my dad. And probably millions of other people. So you should be really proud of yourself. Right, thanks very much, Claire. Thank you for for doing that. And love to the family as well. Give Peggy a, a knock and thank her too, if you will. I will do. I All will right. Do. Thanks you take a lot, Claire. Thank you for the thank you for everything. You're welcome. Bye bye. Oh, there you go. Oh one nine one four double eight three one double eight. Play oh, there's another there's another batch in. I'm reading as much as I'm I'm chatting to you guys here. Deborah Wood, so sad, great show. Don't know why it's gone from every night to once a week. Be a big miss. Alison Naylor, grew up listening to night owls. It's addictive. And I was always tired at school. Then in later years, I was always tired for work. I've sent a few texts to the show, but was never brave enough to telephone in. Just loved hearing everybody else's stories and opinions. Some had me close to tears, other made me laugh out loud and cheered me up. The ghost hunts made me lie rigid in bed, terrified to look around the room. It's a great show. Music is on every station. Uh, I'm sad that this is happening, Alan. You get tired of it. Uh, and all the lovely night elves. Thank you for keeping me entertained over the last 45 years. Blame me. Christopher Aaron Todd. Gonna miss you, Alan. Been listening to you since I was 12. I'm 39 now. You've given me endless hours of pleasure listening to the amazing shows. You've also helped through some of the dark times and unwittingly given me advice when I've heard you giving advice to others. Thank you so much. Wish you all the best. Hope to hear you elsewhere. With love and best wishes, Chris from Sacriston. He's been a staunch, oh, staunch. Amanda Hutchinson. Love listening to Night Elves from being a teenager. Feel so sad to know the show's coming to an end. Thank you, Alan, for bringing laughter with your quick wit and humour, comfort and support to those who need it most and for being the amazing legend, The Flashing Blade. Good luck on future adventures. Much love to you and your lovely wife. Thank you. David Dempster, good luck, Alan, in the future. Keep up the ghost hunting videos. Hopefully we'll see you up in Eyemouth one day. <sighs> oh, there's a shout. There's a shout. Eyemouth, my goodness, yeah. Um, Paula Marshall. Wishing you all the best, Alan. We've always listened, phoned in and enjoyed your programmes for many years. Whatever happens, we wish you all the best with your adventures. Oh, hang on. I've got, I've got a spool down a mail as well. Hell's teeth, how many of these? Uh, yeah, there's just a few more. Paula Marshall, uh, wishing you 
all the best. Oh, we've done that one. Phil Louise Diston. Thank you, Alan, for making my teenage years entertaining. And also, when I turned into an adult, you'll be a great miss on the radio, but I'll still be following you on your ghost tours and videos. Uh, Yvonne Robinson, wishing you all the best in your new ventures. You'll be missed on late night radio by many, including my mom, who's aged 91. She's listening to you right now. Hello, mother! She goes to bed with you every Sunday night, which is great. And, and Lou Mino Lee, the show has been a huge support to so many people under so many different circumstances, and it's helped so many. Thank you for all you've done and continue to do. Thank you very much. Right, let's get some calls. Uh, Kelly's with us. She's in Jarrow. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Alan. Hello, love. What can we do for I'm you today? I'm not in Jarrow, though. I'm in Sunderland. <laughs> Well, I've got you in. You have to. Can you? <laughs> could you drive there now, just to keep me right? Can I drive, Alan? <laughs> <laughs> we have to walk. That's a, but anyway, Kelly and Sunderland. Hello, good to talk to you. Right. Well, I'm just back from the night elves meet up. All right. Great. Absolutely amazing people. Yeah, special for. Um, I mean that's something that. I mean, I know what's happened's happened, and everyone's ringing in and. Everything's a bit doom and gloom, but I'm choosing to say it as a positive thing that we've had you for all this time and we've been able to enjoy your shows, and that's that's the way I'm looking at it anyway. Thank you, that's great. Oh, I've got a few things that I need to thank you for, because you've left us with some brilliant memories of sitting and listening to you with me, ma'am, when I was little. Yeah. Um, like a lot of people, you got me to sleep too when I was little. Um. Then there's all the friends I've made through Night Owls and the chat and stuff like that. Um, like I say, great people that I would never have met if mm. I, if it wasn't for your show. Aye, thank you. Um, and me current partner I'm with now, uh, that's through your show. Mm. Um, both we both didn't weren't looking for it. I, not knew what was going on when we started speaking in there. We were both in relationships that weren't working. They were, they were, they'd mm. been over for a couple of years. Right. Um, but it was one night I just decided to go on to see what it was like. I'd never watched live. Mm. Um, and it was Jimmy Allen's. Was it Jimmy Allen's? All right, in Durham. Yeah, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, right. and that was the night I first started speaking to her on there. Right. Um, and <laughs> now we're He's up this way, and we're together, and happy, and Great. we're happy with the thanks for that. And that's the result. It's, it's down to you two. It's just, I, I just happen to be the thing that you you bounced off, which is great. I mean, that's that's what it was for, you know, just to, create, to get people get people talking. That's what we do. It's, I mean, it's totally changed my life. Um, I've, suffer, I've, suffer, I've suffered with um, anxiety and stuff from being about 16, but I've got mm. really bad agoraphobia and I've been stuck in the house for five years. I never mm. left the house. Blimey, right. Now, since all of this and, like I said, coming on to Night Owls and talking to people, meeting Mark, mm. like, it's totally changed my life. I'm, I'm, I've left the house. I'm ah, going out. Brilliant. Um, I just feel like I've been giving myself back, if you know what I mean. Fabulous. That's as, as good a story as, I, as I'd ever want to hear from anything that I've done. So, yeah, that's, it's that's brilliant. brilliant. Like, I I've always have you to thank for that, because if I hadn't have gone on there that night, we would never have met. That's fantastic. Hey, well, thank you very much. Thanks for being part of what we do. I mean, that's always been the deal, isn't it? We look after each other. Oh, by the way, Alan, I sent uh, Tony some pictures of tonight's meet-up through WhatsApp. Right. So you can go on and have a look He's, if you like, and 
he's he's digging them out for me. I'll have a look at them in the next break. That's brilliant. Thank you oh, very and much. And I was also I was also violated by a dog tonight. <laughs> what do you mean you were violated by a dog? I was violated <laughs> by a dog. We took one of the supporters, Safi, took a dog. Right. Oh, I have met said dog. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a very friendly dog. <laughs> bit too friendly, <laughs> was it? <laughs> bit too friendly when it's got its head in places it shouldn't have. Yeah, never. I've never understood that, but dogs have a habit, don't they? I've never ever been motorboated by a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, that's what happens when you eventually go out. You got to take the rough with the smooth, Kelly. <laughs> I'm going to have to double. I'm going to have to rethink going out, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Hey, but thank you very much for coming on, Kelly. I'm going to have a look at the photos. He's literally just sent them through. Thank you very much for no coming. No problem. On. Lovely to speak to you. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Kelly. Bye-bye. Oh, <laughs> I was violated by a dog. Oh, <laughs> Let's talk to Matt. He's in Embleton. Hi, Matt. Uh, hello, Matt. Oh, I tell a lie. It's Ian. For, oh, was it Ian? Or is it Matt? It is Ian. Hello, Ian. Hello, Alan. Oh, there he is. Hello, mate. What can we do for you? I've got two quick things for you. Chris. Okay. I know you've got loads of calls to get to. Thanks, man. So, number one is Memories of Night Owls. Ooh, go on then. Ooh. <laughs> like most people, I probably started listening under the covers years ago. Right, yeah. Especially on a Sunday night. Dropping off to sleep listening to you. But I think the, the biggest memory I would say for Night Owls is I always used to listen when Anne from West End came on. Right, yeah. She, she was like is. a local legend. Absolutely. And it was like, is Anne going to come on this week or not? So it was great hearing about her. I don't know what happened to her. Sure, she's still with us. She's phoned in tonight. And incidentally, one of my first memories of Anne... Anne suffered from agoraphobia and she never left the house. And I was opening a shop in, not not my shop, I was hired to open somebody else's shop on no <laughs> the top of Northumberland Street in Newcastle. And it was the first time Anne had left the house in years. But she came out to, you know, to see me there. And I thought that was a gutsy, courageous thing. And she's been ringing in ever since. She's, she's about somewhere. I've seen her name tonight. So uh, she might be Excellent. on later on. You never know. Excellent. So my second quick thing was that I was on a training course a couple of months ago. And there was, you know, when you go on training courses, you forget most things. But there was this one little phrase that stood out and it was, not every change is an improvement, but every improvement is a change. So I was thinking about night owls over the years and you've been on the radio and stuff. Mm. I was thinking, what's the biggest improvement that you've seen in the Northeast over the past years when you've been about? I know for me, mm. I'm sort of a Newcastle lad, so pedestrianisation of Northumberland Street or maybe patisserie Gregory having <laughs> sausage rolls available for your pizza at home instead of having to buy them in the shop, you know, those sorts of things were quite nice. There was <laughs> I even went the other day for a walk around um, the old brewery site, you know, where they've got all these massive multicoloured skyscrapers and yeah. stuff, which some people love, some people loathe. So it's just interesting. What have you, what's been your biggest improvement you've seen over the years you've been on air in the Northeast? Oh, do you know, this is going to sound like, I don't want to sound trumpety blowing in any shape or form, but the one thing that I have noticed uh, over the years, when, when we first started, when I first started doing the show, 
and changed it into a, instead of shouting at people, it was, well, why don't we listen to people? They might actually have something worth hearing. Uh, you guys, it, it's you guys and, and the way that the world kind of turned, because when I first started, it, a lot of racists, a lot of nasty kicking around, uh, a lot of people beating up uh, gay people and having a, a, a horrendous opinion of anybody that had different religious views to whatever yours or theirs was. And over the years, and I, I'm not sure that it's necessarily down to me, I think it's more down to the people that rang in, which is you guys, over the years, you lot would then come on and say, you're out of order, this is wrong, it's terrible, you shouldn't have said that. And you changed people's opinions about, or you made people think more about the opinions that they had about things. And I watched that, and at the very beginning it was like 50-50, I'm not a racist, but I'm a racist, and back and forth. And then I saw it go like 60-40, 70, 30, 80, 20, 90, 10, and now it's about 95-5. There's still a bunch of, frankly, knackers out there, but they're in the, the minority now, massively, as opposed to the way they were. And when I go to places like, uh, I went to a cash and carry not that long ago, and they pulled me to one side and they just went, I want to thank you for what you did for our community. Uh, it was like the Asian community in the West End. And they're saying, you, you changed the landscape just on your own. And it, it wasn't me, it was you. It was you guys that should have been thanked. Because you know the difference between what's right and what's wrong. And if you've got a, a sounding board, like obviously Night Owls was, if you've got a sounding board, that opinion carries huge amounts of weight. And you guys changed the north. And uh, yes, you can look at, at buildings and streets and, oh, it's a nice pub now and there's a, there's a few places, you can, more places you can go to see gigs and da-de-da. You can, a lot of that's improved. But the people and the attitudes and the, and the, the things that people believe now are fabulous, and it's not down to me, don't think for a second, because it's not, it's down to the, somebody voices an opinion, and then you guys pick it apart, and if they're wrong, you let them know, if they're not wrong, you agree with them, and it's it's a hugely, it's it's the weight of right. I definitely agree, it's about the people, have you got time for a quick 30 second last story from Of course, me? go on, dip your bread. So, you, you'll, it's a short one, definitely. You know how Newcastle's famous for its nights out? Yeah. And um, everybody's got an opinion about football and stuff like that? Yeah. So I was on a night out once a few years ago now, and uh, Newcastle were playing away. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, football's on in the pub, you know, pubs get quite noisy and stuff like that. Yeah. Came to the end of the match, Bobby Robson came on, the whole pub when silent, I've never experienced it before or since. Yeah. So back to people, you know, people. Got good people. Absolutely, but the, you see, this is the thing that I've, I'll never understand ever. You've got uh, an opportunity in the north for people to have a say that changes their lives and other people's lives, and that's what I'll be aiming somehow 
haven't quite worked out all the, the snags yet, but that's what I'd be hoping that I can bring uh, in the weeks, months and years to come. So that's what I would like because I just think it's hugely important that people have somewhere to to say stuff, you know, because what do you do? You write to a newspaper now. Do you you kind of do it on the telly unless you're, you're, yeah. you're sitting in, in a Jeremy Kyle-esque kind of situation. But we'll we'll find a way to, to break through. But thanks for coming on, Ian. Anything else, Thank man? you. You're done? Thank you for your time. <laughs> Not a problem. Thanks for coming on. Got a few more things here. Uh, hi, I'll, I'll miss you. Uh, winding up. Gee, Linda and her singing. Matthew uh, from Newcastle. So many friends I've never met. Chris on the switchboard. Hollywood McShane. Nicola and others from the old place. My favourite memory from the show was when Ross Noble duped you. Classic. That's Chris the truck again. Yeah, thanks for that. Um... <laughs> And the fog and foul, the fog nogs. Don't need to tell you how long Night Owls has been part of my of our lives. We love you and remain loyal, whatever you do. Thanks for always being there, Lynn. Thank you, Lynn. I doubted. Uh, I, I knew nothing less. And uh, I'll have a look at some pictures. But first, Matt is with us in Embleton. Tried to go there before. Uh, jump in the queue, you see. But I'm, I'm in the right place now. Hi, Matt. Hi, Alan. How are you doing? I'm all right. Good morning. What you got for us all? Uh, so, obviously... Just want to kind of congratulate you on, you know, nearly half a century of being on the radio. Obviously, it's sad that the Night Owls show's coming to an end. Um, but, you know, there's lots of reasons for optimism. And um, just recently, um, I became a member of the Night Owls uh, on Facebook. All right. Thank you. And our yeah. our household has been engrossed in some of your <laughs> uh, vi- recent videos, you know, the trail you did around Newcastle, uh, like from the top of the town. Yeah. Where like Civic Centre is, that was fantastic. Great. And then we watched the um, the evening in the Lytton Phil. All right. Just, I mean, that was intense, that, you know, when the the light shade came crashing down. <laughs> no, absolutely. Incidentally, have we got a... Co- oh, blimey. I know the woman was said she was on holiday, but she's got to be back now. We'll have to try again tomorrow and uh, give her a ring and see if we can get that. See, yeah. I mean, you, your heart must have been racing when the right. light oh. shade came down. Oh, I'm just hearing that the, the, they don't want to give us the the footage for it for, for some reason. And I... I can only imagine possibly it's because they don't want patrons to think that if they walk around the library, they're going to get hit on the head with a, with a lamp. But, <laughs> but I, 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 why didn't you tell me that? Anyway, uh, wish I'd mentioned it now, but anyway, we did. He got the truth. So, uh, uh, but yes, it was, it was one of those more, it was, out of all of the things that we've done, it was probably the most surreal because I was staring down directly at where this happened. And Tony's coming up the stairs, and Kenny's in another room on the other side of the building, and I'm just staring into it, frankly, an empty room with lots of books, and I saw it fall, and it was, did I just, what was, and then off it went, so, yeah, it was a, it was a moment, certainly, Matt, no question about it. Yeah, and <laughs> we spoke, uh, it must be about four or five years ago now, I, I rang up. Uh, when he won Metro Radio, All right. and I asked you about the um, Marsden Grotto. All right, yes. And you told me about. I think you did a show there back in the day. Did. And then you were just 
I think I was little back then. And just re- remember you telling me about the the, the strange goings on in the Marsden Grotto. And yeah. I, just watching your videos on Facebook and YouTube, yeah. I definitely think you should go back there. They, well, if we if they'd let us, because we have actually spoken to them and said we'd love to do this, uh, they don't want to be known as a as far as I can see you cannot help hotel. you cannot help what you are <laughs> you know and what you've been known for locally but they don't want to play that part of it and I, I get it uh, it doesn't stop us coming down maybe and doing telling the story from outside we can certainly do that yeah and, uh, I mean there's a lot of history to that area as well for sure you know with the the surrounding, um, well, like Marsden Rock and smugglers, absolutely. It's all. There's a lot yeah. of lot of tales. So yeah, I, I just wondered if that tankard was still there that you took a swig out of. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, so would I. Would I do it again? Uh, you know, I, I may never have ever been divorced if I hadn't drunk of that. You know, never. <laughs> Not once. You never know. Oh, hey. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> uh, who can tell? Hey, but, hey, we'll be about. Embleton's w- worth a look as well, mind, in fairness. Yeah, well, I mean, where I live, um, my house kind of looks out onto the bay, uh, and you can see Dunsonborough Castle. Ah, wow. Um, there's a lot of history t- around there, and then obviously I'm not, not far from Manic Castle, and then a few minutes up the road you've got Bamborough, and yeah. obviously I watched... Watched your video there, your little uh, trek into the woods. Yeah. You picked cool. the right um, weather for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I just seem to spend my whole life either in a cemetery or soaking wet these days. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's an odd thing. But we'll keep on keeping on. Matt, thanks very much for calling. It's Good entertaining. On. Thanks very much, Alan. No All bother. And to you. Bye-bye. And don't forget, if you want to watch those kind of grisly, ghosty hab-nabs, uh, Friday, 9 o'clock. Uh, or you can just go onto YouTube and re- have a look at them any time, can't you, Tony? Just go to YouTube and you can watch them. Yeah, yeah, that's all you do. Uh, right, a quick rattle and then a star who comes out at night, because we do that kind of thing. Clue 1 uh, is a Sunderland supporter's nickname. Clue 2, Nick Cotton's nickname in EastEnders. Two more to come. You'll get the next one in about 15, 20 minutes. And then 15 minutes after that, you'll get the last one. So we're nearly there. Just want to rattle some of these off because they're, they're, they're endless, it seems. Margaret Ann Dunsford. End of an era. Sad day for all of us, Alan. We're going to miss you and the Night Elves and all of the team. Bless you. Uh, love and hugs and... Bye bye, you lovely people. Andrew uh, James Fenwick Green with a hafen. Uh, but as a famous doctor once said, it's the end, but the moment has been prepared for. Robson's World, thank you. By the way, for those non geeks, this was said by the fourth Doctor Who, Tom Baker, who fell to his death from a radio telescope, then regenerated into, <laughs> into the fifth by uh, Peter Davison. But the words still have meaning today. They do. Uh, Diane. Been with you since day one, Alan. You've taken me from my teenage years to a few years short of being a pensioner. You will be a huge miss. Fiona Dixon. Hi, Alan. I'm shocked, Alan. Gonna be a big miss. Julia Gales. Oh, this makes me sad. Um, but for me, which is extremely selfish, Alan, I pretty much grew up with you and I followed you my entire 32 years of married life. 
It'd be a big miss, but you must do what's best for you. All the best for the future. Thank you. Philippa Bromley, been listening to Night House forever. You'll be much missed, Flashing Blade. At the end of an era, thank you for everything. Best wishes for the future. Vanessa Bolton, gone. Uh, so sorry to read this and see you go. Best wishes for your future projects. Caitlin Cleland, absolutely gutted. I used to feel like a proper rebel, secretly listening to you on school nights when I was in my teens. Mum always knew, though, because I would mention stuff from the show Good luck, Alan. You're an absolute legend. You have three generations of Cleland women listening, and Night Owls will be a big miss. And Lou, the show has been a huge support to so many people, and uh, thank you for all you've done. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me. If you have just joined, uh, the world seems to be talking about the fact that we are into our last month on the Night Owls program on Greatest Hits. Uh, hopefully, we will be able to jump elsewhere with it and uh, entertain you for uh, another... Well, at least half a century. 0191-488-3188. But let's talk to as many of you as possible. Remember, in 10 minutes' time, you get your third clue, and then you're only 15 minutes away from your final clue for a corking little competition tonight that we call Who's Hits. Okay? Lots to talk about, and uh, Louise from South Shields is with us next. Hello, Louise. Hello, Alan. Hello, darling. How are you doing? Hello, I'm good, thank you, and how are you? I'm champy thing, thank you very much. So what are you talking about tonight then, Lou? Well, well, it, 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 I, don't, I know it's not really, but it feels like the end of an era in this house tonight. I've been listening to you since I was in my mum's tummy. <laughs> 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 Literally. Um, That's great. It talked about the memories of night owls, basically. Um, yeah. I was told a story, I mean, I've told you this story many a time, um, where literally my mum had had heard something back in 1985, she'd heard something you'd said on the radio, she laughed and our waters broke, and that was me into the world, basically. Brilliant. So, Brilliant. <laughs> good right. memory. But you see, it's just great to, to be in of use, you know, because the, the, <laughs> the, one, the one thing I would have hated, uh, and it was funny because I, I had a pretty good job before leaving to join radio, I'd worked yeah. for like a dozen years in a, in a company and I was working part time for ages on the wireless before I got like a full time gig. And, uh, the one thing that I knew that if I was going to ever do something like that, I would just hate it to have been somebody that, you know, just didn't take off and didn't mean anything. Because, you know, there's a load that go, that was, this is, here is, that was, it's time for the news. No. There's, a, there's an awful lot of them. And, uh, <laughs> I just didn't want to yeah. be one of them. So thank heavens that uh, even if the only thing I did was make a woman's waters break, you know, <laughs> I'll, t I'll take that. Because at, at least it makes a di you know, it makes some kind of difference exactly. somewhere down the line. Well, it, it, it did because I've, I've listened to you from more or less the day I was born, the day I came Brilliant. out, basically. Yeah, Brilliant, so. that's great. Uh, non-stop, and I'm, I'm, I'm 37 this year, so there Thank you go. You. That's brilliant. <laughs> I'll certainly take that. Thank you, Louise. Well, I've got me, I've got me own, me own children now. I mean, as you know, I've got the two boys, yeah. and it's like a ritual. Every Sunday night, my eldest will go to bed with his radio on, ready for the 10 o'clock start. Brilliant. brilliant. Literally. 
So it, little, little plums, or a little plum gets danced to in the house and everything. We know it's Alan coming on, so yeah. it's just like a total ritual in this house. Fantastic. <laughs> I know it's good. Hey, we'll just keep it up and keep listening out. We'll we'll pop up somewhere else and we'll be back again. Oh, don't you we? will, Alan. I, I, I know you will. Right. I know you will. I've got every faith in you. So I, 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 I do thank you for all them years, and I know you'll still be around for many years to come. Trying. Trying. Thank you very much, Louise. <laughs> Love to the family as well. Thanks for coming on. No problem, Alan. Catch you later. I look forward to it. Thanks again. There's Louise. Every little breeze seems to whisper Louise. Apparently. 0191 488 Or you can um, WhatsApp us 07863 431 837. And then Chris will find a way to get you on or pass your message or whatever, because we're doing a bit of, bit of me- blimey, never had so many messages in all my life. Uh, but keep them coming, happy happy with that. Stephen is with us in Dunstan. Hi, Stephen. Good evening, Alan. Hello, sir. Two things for you. Okay. First of all, I remember when I was uh, locked up in the Shepherd and Shepherdess Hotel. Oh, so do I. Beamish on one of your ghost hunt nights. I remember it well. You were upstairs, uh, and uh, you, you got a bit of movement, I remember. Um, I got my head squeezed by, by something. Right, I don't remember. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. Oh. I, I, was, I was volunteered when my pregnant <laughs> friend and her husband suddenly had to go to the hospital. Oh, right. uh, and and I, I got volunteered to go into the in there because she was going to do it. But, you know. <laughs> now, this was on one of our, our world-breaking ghost hunts. Yeah, where we had... that's when everybody on the planet decided to follow you around the northeast, yes. They did, but on top of that, we had people in ghostly places, literally even more so than the several thousand that were behind us in cars. And uh, there's poor Stephen alone upstairs in a haunted place. But the great thing was when we... Because, you know, when you do something like that, it's a spur of the moment. It's whatever happens in the few hours that you're in there. You don't know whether you're going to get anything or or whether you're going to get nothing. But blame me. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Brilliant. And squeezing your head. What what did you feel? How did you respond when something put pressure on your head like as if it was squeezing it? I turned my head, Alan, and it, it stopped. It was a reflection. I was looking at a reflection in, the, in a TV. Right. I had a large green TV in the living room. Right. And I was looking at the reflection in the TV because I, I had read somewhere or I'd heard you t- see look in mirrors. Yes, you see more in reflection. Um, and, and I looked in the reflection in the TV and this, this shadow, just a black shadow standing behind me, and suddenly I felt this pressure squeezing my head. Wow, how about that? took about three seconds, but I, I turned my head to the right and the pressure stopped and whatever it was was gone. And so was I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's but tremendous. I love the fact that you, especially at the last moment, because what does happen with ghost hunts, and this is alarmingly regular, if you say to somebody... I'll take you, but you'll be on your own. The amount of people that go, oh, suddenly something's just cropped up. And the fact that you came to the rescue, that's tremendous. So thank you very much again, Stephen. Tremendous experience. Second and final thing I've got to say to you, this this particular call, I will call again before the end of the month, I promise you. I really will. But this this time, something I was going to... Tell Tony, yeah. but obviously busy behind the scenes. Sure. Have you ever heard of something called Twitch TV, Alan? I haven't. Right. Well, Twitch TV is a streaming platform. Right. Normally, it's just for gamers, but you get 
every, anybody and everybody on there. Right. And what they do is for subscriptions, right. you can have like, you know, three levels of subscriptions, so you get money coming in. Right. And, and you can stream on there for as long as you like, as many days as you like. Um, and it's, it's a worldwide platform. Right. Uh, and the, the, there are, honestly, there, there are people that just sit there in mm -hmm. bikinis whispering into microphones. Oh, and I see. Get, uh, and they get hundreds of thousands of views. There are dash cam people that drive around <laughs> wherever they live right. just showing the dash cam videos and All they right. get millions of views. Um, right. Honestly, I'm, I'm just, I'm just not sure about wearing the bikini, Stephen. That's the only. <laughs> I wouldn't want to see you in a bikini either, to be honest. But, but you no, really but, wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but but honestly, I, mean, I think it's something to think about because it, it, it as well as being uh, free uh, to to watch, if you if you haven't got the money to subscribe, sure. people can send in donations. They can subscribe on you know a monthly basis. Right. Just like you've got now, right. but the 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 platform is is huge. Right. I mean, honestly, Alan, there must be what ten, fifteen million people watch it every every day. Right. Hey, sorry, and we're, I mean, we're going to be looking at all this kind of thing. Tony says he's seen it and he's aware yeah. of it. So thank yeah. you very much for bringing it to our attention. We're looking yeah. at a, we're looking at a lot of different things. I've got a couple of options, a couple of possibilities. Fingers crossed they all come to fruition. And if oh, they do, we cr so. we rock on again, Stephen. That's how it's. Believe it or not, Alan. I mean, look at reading on YouTube tonight and the amount of people that are crying, and I mean yeah. literally. Crying wow. because you're not going to be there wow. after the end of this month. Well, yeah, it's, it, it's just a you know a, a massive shame. Matching my heart. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks for calling. You're more than welcome. Thank Cheers, you again. Bye bye. bye, -bye. For now. Ah, there you go. Lovely people. Very kind. Oh one nine one four double eight three one double eight. We're back talking to you lot after this. Right, who else is uh, lurking on the line? Oh, we're off to Loftus. Hoorah! Paul is there. Hi, Paul. Now, Alan, how are you? I'm all right, man. Thank you for calling. What can we do for you? Uh, well, first off, I spoke to you last year. I was actually living at Egton at the time, and we're on about Subarus with noisy exhaust. I, I remember. remember that or not. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I've been a listener for since I was about 13 year old. I'm now 50. Wow. Used to chat to Tom Tom Stiff from Loftus, who was the Undertaker. Yes. Years ago, I remember uh, that. Um, anyway, I was. Listening to your um, Grizzly Tales on Friday. Right. Which I was very interested in. I didn't know about the statue of the old man of the time. Right. And things like that. Yeah. I was very interested in all that. So I thought I would ring about my great uncle who's buried in St. Andrew's Cemetery at Jesmond. Oh, right. Uh -huh. Now, cut a long story short, I was adopted and I started looking for my family in 2008. Right. When I had kids of my own. And... I found my mother and stuff, and she told me where my father was. Right. And then um, a couple of years later, I started doing some sort of family tree on my father's side, and mm. I found my grandfather wow. was at Gallipoli in World War One. Whoa, that's and amazing. He, and he landed at Subler. Right. In uh, August 1915, and I've looked at some censuses and stuff, and there was a younger brother called Simon. And I couldn't find anything else. No, my sisters, I had some sisters on my father's side. Right. They didn't know anything about this Simon. Uh, my grandfather died age 27 of TB. So he'd been through the war. Um, 
Irish Independence War and all that. Yeah, yeah. And he was in the Free State Air Corps and he got TB and died at age 27. There's no justice um, in the world, man. There really isn't. There, there isn't. I tell you, what he did in his life and what I've done in mine, I, I feel ashamed of it, really, you know, mm. <laughs> for the mm. amount of stuff he'd gone through. Sure. Um, anyway, um, I had an auntie who died of TB as well in 1925, and this Simon did the death certificate. Right. Oh, hell. He, he obviously, you know, he, he survived through childhood, you know. Right. So I started digging and stuff, and he got married in 1924 in Ireland, and um, dig a bit more, and I find out he joined the British Army in the First World War, underage, right. twice. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, first time under his under his mother's cousin's name, Patrick Emmett, he was known as at that time. Um, he was in France in early 1918 when there was a lot of men being drafted in because there was a lot of people ill, which was obviously the Spanish flu starting. Yeah, that's right. Uh, his mother had been obviously onto the local office in Dublin, uh, kicking off about why he was in the army. You know, he shouldn't have been in. Mm. So he was back up. He was going to be shipped home. He got to Edinburgh on the train after being sent home and uh, jumped off, like escaped or whatever. And he was in the Dublin Fusiliers the first time, so he joined the Connick Rangers and <laughs> went underage in my grandfather's name. Wow. You know, who was about five years older. So he joins the Connick Rangers. He does all this training and stuff. And then he's back in France in August, September 1918. Um, in a lot of heavy fighting at the end of the war, trying to get into the Bergline and stuff like that. Right. Then after the war, he uh, decided to join again into the Connick Rangers, still using this false grandfather's name, mm. and was shipped off to India <sighs> in early late 1919. Wow. Then, in, this is all, uh, you know, I'm finding this stuff out. Um, through, you know, Irish army records and stuff. Yeah. Uh, then I find out he's in this bloody mutiny in India in 1920, which, which um, was basically known as the Connick Rangers mutiny. Mm. Uh, he, there was two parts of it. The first part, he was in the first part in a place called Jalunda, which is, I think, now called Jalandahar. Right. Um, and there were, basically the, the Irish refused to fight for the British because of what the Black and Tans were doing in Ireland. Mm. That was how it started. There wasn't much violence at the time. Right. Uh, then it spread to another camp in a place called Salon, mm. in the mountains in the Punjab. And um, there was um, a chap called James Daly that was leading it in the other camp. Mm. And an attempt was made to storm the magazine of the camp. And there was at least one man shot in this attempt to storm the magazine <sighs> and later on when everyone was you know locked up for it and stuff james daly was actually the last man to be executed with mutiny in the british army um he'd oh, been shot God. but to be partnered because this is abs this isn't just your family this is all of our history right there you know? oh, it's, a, it's quite a big thing and and he um so this great uncle simon connolly was called he called himself Connolly later on, mm. um, or Connell, sorry, um, and he shoved the name Patrick in for some reason, but mm -hmm. I know it's, you know, he maybe tried to distance himself from it or whatever, mm. um, and then they were shipped back to England on a ship um, in chains with, like, manacles around the legs and stuff, 
and uh, there was a few passengers on the ship and I've read in a few books where a lot of people, a few of the lads were shouting, we, you know, we fought in the First World War and this is what we've got. Mm. Mm. Um, and he got sent to prison for 10, uh, well, he was tried for 10 years and um, he got released shortly after Irish independence. So he had about three years in prison. Right. As, a, as did everyone else. It was obviously part of the agreement with the independence. Mm. Anyway, after that, um, no work in Ireland, so he moved to Manchester in 1939. Right. And then he sort of disappeared off the radar, and then I find him in 19... just after the war, he mm. could have been there earlier, in Newcastle, in uh, St. Thomas's Crescent. What's the chance? That's well, fantastic history, man. That's great. Um, and um, he worked as a docker. Right. And the, the funny thing is... I've always liked Newcastle and stuff and the North East. You know, I had me, me adopted family came from Durham and stuff like that. Um, and his, um, he was married, but he had no children. Right. And uh, he died in 1957. And he's buried in St. Andrews. And I put headstone up in 2017, just in time for his 60th anniversary. Ah, it's brilliant. Like a book. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's a film. It's a movie, which is what it is. I've written it all out, you know, and there's, there's is it about 23,000 words or something? something like that. Oh, you want to get, you want to get that. You want to maybe contact the regiment, you know, and say, look, I've got a story of one of you guys, you know, and they, they might be interested in, uh, in publishing it. Because they, yeah. there's, there's, there's so much not known about what, we as a people got up to and I mean that's, oh. that was typical of the First World War, a lot of people joined up in false names because they'd take anybody frankly, you know they were just desperate for as many people as they could get and they were slaughtered so to have a story of getting through some of the biggest battles I mean Gallipoli was a, was uh, was disgusting oh, it was one of, earth, one of the, one of the biggest, biggest losses of, of human life uh, by regiment, our regiments, uh, in any of the wars, it was a horrific mess, and we we got a backside kick, frankly, but it was a, a hell of a story, and to come out of that, and then, you know, all that other stuff that happens, mate, go to, down, we're not just going to let you uh, stay in England and have a nice comfy time, or an island, should I say, and we're going to oh, send you to India now. I don't want to, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do that, could you, you know, and that sort of thing, but anyway, from what I'm saying is, uh, basically, he was like an unknown grave, hmm. and now he features on various graveyard tours. Oh, that's amazing. You know, I've had a couple of people contact me and a bit of info on him and stuff like that, hmm. um, and then his, it, when he died, his widow uh, remarried um, a chap called, um, oh, I don't think his surname. Uh, anyway, I got in touch with the chap's grandson. Right. And he sent me a photo of his widow marrying his grandfather. Right. Oh, that's nice. Right. Nice, because I didn't have a photo of his wife. Right. Um, John Hope Robson, that was it. Right. Oh, Robson. Got to watch them Robsons, Paul. Yeah. Uh, he was from uh, Gosforth. Right. And, um, well, you know, it'll, be not, it'll not be one Gosforth. of my Robsons if it's from Gosforth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, you know, and, and then eventually, I mean, I've, I've visited Newcastle for years mm. and I've always liked it in the Granger Market. Oh, yes. Right. In there and stuff. Yeah. And then I found out she died in there in 1974. Oh, yeah. Walking through was a shortcut and. 
you had heart trouble or something, collapsed and died in there. How about that? Um, it's like a small world. It's like you sort of think, well, that's why did I like that place all them years before I even knew anything? Yeah, because you had a family connection that you didn't even know about. That's wild. Yeah. Well, yeah. hey, lovely story. Paul, thank you very much for ringing in. Great to hear. And you make sure you, no you work on with that story, though. Contact the regiment. Ask them if they're interested. Because uh, hey, if if, they're, if he's well-known enough to be mentioned in tours these days, then, you know, he, he should be out there for other people to be interested. And maybe do something about as well, you know. That's a great story. He's, he's on a stone in... Um well, in my grandfather's name in Glasnevin Cemetery in Dura, in um, Dublin. Right. Uh, you know, that's like the big big cemetery there. It's like a commemoration thing. Yeah. And then the unveiled a stone in um, County Sligo, mm. and his name's on that. It had like it was obviously Sligo men, but on the on the back it's got written everyone else that was yeah, there was in prison. And his name's on there, so I'm quite sort of proud of that. No, yeah, so you should be. But great, thanks for telling us, Paul. Appreciate your call. Thanks for ringing. Okay. Cheers, nice mate. Chat to you, Alan. Bye-bye. Good. How nice is that? Bit of It's a family affair. A sly in the family stone said for money. Linda uh, Megson, got to thank you for your hard work you do informing us of all the history you tell us about our home grounds. I'm from concert and I watched a video, your video in Durham. Opened my eyes up. Thank you. Andrew Cruz, young Elvis, blamey. There's a name from the past. No way. I've got to know many a night owl through this show and shared some great memories with them. Alan Robson is a northeast legend and there'll never be another one like him. Uh, thank heavens. Uh, Night Elves was a part of my childhood and I always look forward to 10pm and even stay up till 2 and be late for school. Back at me mams I got quite a few knackered cassette tapes of Night Elves from when I used to ring in. That's all good. And they keep coming. Simon, very sad news. Started listening early 90s on a Walkman. The amount of batteries I went through as a youth. Thank you Alan and your team for all the efforts. Uh, James Ellis, all good things come to an end. I wish Alan all the best. David Furness, sad to hear at the end of an era for Northeast Radio. Mark Lewins, Alan, and all the people who worked on Nightlers for 40 years, thank you. And there's a, a load of hands clapping. Thank you very much. It's been a while since I had the clap. And Lisa Armstrong says, uh, all the best, Alan. Get to those phones, of course. Uh, Dean Weirs, good luck for the future, Alan. Great to hear Wayne on air with you. Superstar. Uh, Mark Lewins, blame it's lots here. Uh, the happiness, the laughter that Nightlers has offered so many. Lives literally saved because of Alan and uh, uh, the old radio station gave us a broadcast for the people. Radio will not be the same without night elves. Steve Randall. It's a real shame. I joined Metro back in 87. I was on Alan's Night Elves for 18 months, then was on before him for two years. Thanks, Alan, for all you've done for the listeners and for making me feel so welcome. Good luck with your next chapter. Blamey, Steve, good to hear from you, man. I hope you're well. Uh, Andrea, definitely the end of an year. I'm so sad. The best of luck to you, Alan. Thank you. Uh, Ryan, absolutely good at listening to Alan for years. And in that time, he's helped thousands of people with any problems they faced and kept everybody entertained. A proper legend. James Cowan, very sad news. Here's hoping I'll be able to live on in my new home. I know how much the show has helped thousands across the northeast and afar. Good luck with the new ventures, Alan and the team. Uh, Christine Houlihan, this is sad news. I remember listening to you in the 80s at my grands because my mum wouldn't let me stay up to listen to you. Martin Hudson, absolute legend, very sad. I remember listening every night when I was a teen in the 90s, being on the show a couple of times doing ghost hunts and meeting the man himself. Very much an inspiration to me. Christine Impey. 
So sad. Alan is the voice of the Northeast. We'll listen to his podcast with interest. Thanks for the many tired mornings at college in the 80s when I couldn't turn the radio off. Good luck. Oh, blame me, Andy. Keep coming. Uh, off Grid Girl. It was lovely to speak to you in 2019 about Chillingham Castle and my ghostly experience. Keep up the ghost hunts and ghost stories. We love them. All the best. We'll listen until the end. Uh, Nudge, 75. Gutted. Grew up with night owls. Looking forward to the podcast. Thank you. Sad face. Don't have a sad face. Have a smiley face. Smiley faces are much better. Uh, David's next. He's in colour coats. Oh, come on. Oh, I tell a lot. No, I'm, I'm sure it's David, isn't it? Hello, That's David. Not- that's not David. David, you've got a really not, high voice. Again, man. Have you had some again. kind of strange accident? Again, man. It's who? Who is it? Again. It's Ian. Ian, you've got a really high voice. It's hard hearing you. Can you speak up a bit, Ian? Yes. Hi, Ian. I've got you now. No, you haven't. It's Ian. 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 Oh, stop man. Oh, man. Alan, Who? Uh, Jean. Oh, Jean. Yes. Hello, Jean. Yes. Hello. Got Hello. you now. I understand. Oh, I thought Ian just had a high, squeaky voice. That was oh, all. I'm not here very much is the thing and I'm not going to be here much longer at all so I'm not sure yeah that's the last one well, can I not come down? The last Get one. Get taxi next week, next Sunday. Well, it's it's just there's no there's no receptionist. There's there's oh, there's nothing never. here. There's just us in a in a box really up here. So I oh, would love to you. say yes, but I'm I'm just not sure how to how we could make it work. Cause I got your book. I got your I got your cup. It's got legend on it. Alan Legend. Oh, bless Right. Yes, I've got it. Well, I mean, the only and thing you could do, I mean, I don't want you to come all the way down and then have to, like, have to stand around. What you could maybe do is if you're mm-hmm. just popping down, uh, you ring the bell and it, oh. hopefully we'll be there and, and we can come down. I'll certainly come down and see you. That's not a problem. What, what day cannot be? It's not what day cannot be. Right. What day? Well, it would have to be Sunday because it's the only day I'm here, is the thing. Ah, yeah. Sunday? I'm safe. So I tell you what, Sunday. stay on the line at the end, Jean, and uh-huh. Chris next door can uh-huh. uh, can deal with it and we'll find some way to make it happen. But I it would it would literally it would literally just be hit and run though, like in it kind of in and in and out was the thing because that's probably the best we can do. And then get a taxi back. Oh, well, that's a lovely thing. If you'd like to do that, I'd love to see you. It's got a legend on the box. Right, okay. I couldn't believe it. I called it um, the Peacocks. All right. The song of the day. Right. That's bloody good. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, well, it's no. very, it's I'm very good. What does Jennifer say? She, she, she's fine about it. Well, I mean, we, you know, hey, nothing lasts forever. Yes, I saw it was quite yeah, quite a slap. If it, you I know, and, uh, yeah, it was it was it shouldn't have happened, mm-hmm. but uh, I understand why it did. Well, it's just, it's just about 
Her brother said GI Jane. She just said GI Jane. No, well, she's the thing is, she's got a health condition. She doesn't wear hair like that because Alopecia. she wants to look like it. You know, it's a nasty Alopecia. thing, alopecia. It is. Alopecia, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Oh, just she, she doesn't. He just says sorry to him and all. He just said sorry to Will Smith about his wife. Mm. He just said sorry. Well, it's, it's one thing awful. having to go at a person. It's another thing having to go at the, at the family. Well, though, that's, right, they're not in there. You've had to go to me a few times, and I'll... I can't can ever... <laughs> well, I mean, in fairness, you were at one point uh, showing pictures of me getting out of the bath, and that was a bit naughty, Jean. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> I remember that picture. <laughs> Ian, I remember you writing that dirty thing in the book as well about penises. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's only a bit of force. Yeah, I was talking about force. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, what? You, don't, you don't ever need to be sorry. Not, not when you're in a family and you're close, so you never need to say sorry. Ever. I was naughty. What naughty? What do you mean you were naughty? Oh, no. <laughs> You've been naughty man the radio. I can't ever I remember that. I don't remember that. You don't want to either. You don't want to either. Right. Right. But the snake, like that. You better. I want to learn that. Who you call? Linda? Yeah. Oh, oh Linda's oh. probably going to be on somewhere. She'll be about. Oh. We we got time to chat. Oh, well. No, no worries. I'll keep, I'll keep the line open. I'll keep the line open. Yes, stay on the Thank line you. and I'll, I'll hand oh, you back to Chris who'll, uh, okay, who'll let me with you. Much. Thanks, Jean. Take oh, care, lover. Bye-bye. Take care, love. I will. I'm 82 now. <laughs> I'm 82. 82? Huh? Hell's Are you really good gracious? Yeah. You don't yeah, look a day over 81. Oh. I tell well, you, I, um, you've done good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, stay on the line, we'll sort you out. Thanks, Jean. There's Miss Jean. Naughty laugh, you can tell. Ooh, that picture of me with me, no clothes on, getting out of the bath. Collect this item in a scary kind of way. Oh, oh, hang on. Time for the fourth clue. Let's do that then. We've got David from Colour Coach coming on. Clue number one, right. Each clue is a hit song. The answer is a hit song. All different ones. The first clue is a Sunderland supporter's nickname. Second clue, Nick Cotton's nickname in EastEnders. Third clue, horror film that features a horrific mask. There's a few of them, so you have to work around which one it was. And the fourth clue, something true about new things. Something true about new things. Something True. And it's how expensive the important things are. Okay? Or not. That's probably a better clue. I've written a crap fourth clue, so let me give you a fresh one. Uh, the name of the song tells you how expensive the most important things are. Okay, how expensive, I'm going to write that down because I will forget it. How expensive the most important things are. Okay. Four clues, four songs, who's hits? Chris, do you have any idea who this is? He has none at all, so I'm going to switch off my microphone. So if you're watching at home, try and read my lips because that'll be the answer, you see. <laughs> well, I might do it on purpose just so that everybody knows, okay? 
Right, ju- just for you, Chris. Hang on, here we go. Chris, uh, Chris knows anybody watching has read my lips, and they've got it, and they're probably calling in right now. 0191-488-3188. Right, just on it again. So, <laughs> let's, let's see how you fare. David's in colour coats. Hi, David. Hello. Hello, sir. Hello, man. How are you doing? I knew how, how it was after two clues, but I won't say it. <sighs> Good lad. <laughs> You're ahead of the game. But, um, you should be a sir. I like that. I like the name Sir Alan Robson. Ah, hey. And I think after all you've done for the North East, um, you know, you've gone out of your way. People have been assaulted and people have been in need who've had nothing, like, in their homes. You've gone out of your way. You've even left the station to go and rescue them. And I think you've gone above and beyond. Ah, it's, it's for the, the North East people. There isn't a person in the North East that doesn't know your name. Ah, nice, uh, you're, nice you're a star. Know. I think you should be knighted for what you've done. Uh, hey, I, I don't worry about such things. It, it's nice <laughs> that anybody gives a poo, if you know what I mean. And I really appreciate your kindness. Thank you for, for saying well, that, David. Thank you. We're talking, we're talking about memories. So yeah. um, I'm turning 50 next month. Oh, um, but I remember the first time I phoned you was I was 15 oh. in 1987. <laughs> right. And I just made a film with an unknown actor called Robson Green. Oh, yes. Come across him. Um, it was called Metro Watch. Oh, how and weird. We, t- we took it around the schools. It was about um, me nana got mugged on the Metro. Right. And it was all about violence on there. It's on YouTube for me sins now. Wow, great. Um, but we'd gone down, the cast had gone down to... Um, the North Shields Fish Key Festival. Yes, uh-huh. And we got people to chuck sponges at work and we raised £500. Excellent. Um, and I rang you to tell you how pleased we were. Yeah, brilliant. Um, but um, I remember the days, like, listening in bed was like I had one earplug <laughs> in the... <laughs> you know, like, in the transistor radio, I had to get, like, my dad's earwax out of it. Oh, oh, oh that's not... <laughs> 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 Tremendous. But then, like, being shattered at school the next day, my mum would be shouting, have you got that radio on? Um, yeah. But um, it was just, um, the things I remember, um, there was a couple used to ring in, um, and I think the fella was called Johnny. Yeah. And he used to go to the bingo every night. Yeah. And she was paranoid that he was cheating on her. Yeah. And they would, they would go to Greg's for a pasty and um, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> They used to ring in all the time. I used to laugh in bed so much. <laughs> I think the neighbours could hear us just laughing in bed. They must have been Great. wondering what I was doing. Yeah. Um, of course, the infamous Jean. Yeah, Jean. Absolutely. Um, you're playing the chicken noises and the pump noises <laughs> when she was on there. It's just <laughs> hilarious. Um, and there was a lovely lady called, I think it was Doreen from Wide Open. Yes, it was. She Sorry. was very calm-spoken. And I think she'd been a nurse or a midwife. Yes, nurse. Um, and she used to ring and she would say, God bless you and mm. whatever. And I think she passed over. Yes, did. I think we lost her at some point. But Absolutely. I always remember our calls. Yeah, um, nice lady. And I've been through like some dark times in my life, like after I lost my dad and mm. like my disability was hitting in sort of thing. Yeah, but... I've gone from like able-bodied to like, disabled within, like, like, what, five, seven years. Mm. Um, And I became a bit of a recluse. Right. And 
I knew there would always be someone I could listen to. Mm. Um, Thank you. And I, I had, like, virtual friends. It was all, like, a, a bit of a community when I had nobody. Yeah, because you knew the names and you knew there was going to be a bit of patter and a bit of banter yeah. and it kept you in part of the world. Yeah. Great. Um, That's great. And I'm, I'm trying to think of this, as you say, as you step out of one vehicle. And you go into another. That's that's what I hope too. This is a new start. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You've been like a best friend to me. I think when you uh, left a certain radio station, I came down on me walking frame and I had gifts for you all. I remember. Just yeah. just daft things, but you were so busy, like you couldn't uh, get the sayers and stuff. And I've uh, made so many friends. Um, Linda from Barrisford, Val in Shieldfield. Yeah. Bill from Washington, Davy the Milkman, who was mad as, <laughs> as mad as anything. Yeah. Um, ben Maborn. Yeah. Um, and Div Not Poo between 10 and 2. That's the law. <laughs> it's still a law. Just on a Sunday, though, you see, you can poo as much as you like through the week. I know. But <laughs> you, will, you will go on. I have every faith in you, Alan. Well, I try. Really do. I'll be doing really me darkness, do. man, I promise you. Um, and I send you my love. And, Thank you. Um, I'm sure. You'll be back in some form soon. Absolutely. Just, just, but just, this is important, you know. If if, hmm? if you've considered uh, this like losing a best friend, I'll, I'll be there. And if, yeah. you, if you need me, get in touch. Just find me. Find me where I am will. and I'll do what I can. I know you will. All Thank right, man. so much, Alan. Take care. Everything. Bye-bye. Love to you. Love you, man. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Sweet. <sighs> um... <sighs> I don't know whether you read, uh, for those of you watching on screen, not listening on radios, uh, you'd have seen a little thing come up, and it was from a lady called D, saying that she's got a, a letter saying, sorry you didn't make, like a rejection letter, uh, that we didn't want her for the blade editor. Now, I didn't, in fairness, I didn't make that decision, because we had a, a choreographer that did all those kind of things. However, D, trust me, um, knowing me, make a mistake with women I've made those kind of mistakes all my life so my apologies to you and I'm sure you would have been a fab lady uh, anyway let's let's crack on four clues they're already out there so uh, can you sort it out the first clue a Sunderland supporter's nickname second clue Nick Cotton's nickname in EastEnders third clue a horror film that featured a horrific mask and the fourth clue, the last two are duets this person did with other people. Uh, how um, important uh, the most important things are, or how expensive rather, yeah, how expensive the most important things are, okay? How expensive the most important things are. Four clues, four greatest hits, whose hits, ring Chris, now, if you've got any idea, because a lot of you have no clue, 0191 Give me a ring and get yourself on the big one. Stefan's next from Newcastle. Hi, Stefan. Hey, Alan. Hello, bit. Hey, Alan. You all right, I'm, I'm champion. Thank you very much. What can we do for you tonight, then, Stefan? It's just a shame that you're coming to an end at the end of April. Uh, hey, no worries. We'll I'll watch you every weekend. We'll rise again, no worries. But thank you very much for... You reckon you'll end up on another station? Uh, we'll end up somewhere, and wherever it is, we'll make the best of it. That's the deal. Oh, that's good. If you When you do come back on, eventually, 
hopefully you go on six days like you used to be. Well, the plan would certainly be more than one, that's for sure. So, uh, uh, yeah. You definitely need it. You definitely need more than one. Well, thank you. Right, okay. Anything else? Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, say, uh, oh, yeah, I love you ghost ones on the Wednesday as well. Excellent. Oh, that's good. You watch the, you watch the, uh, the, the, the dirty mix. It's just a shame I didn't know you were in Newcastle because I would have met up and got a signature off you. Hey, that's never a problem. If anybody ever sees us anywhere near where you are, and we'll be around again, yeah. don't worry about that. If anybody ever sees us, just... Again soon? Um, well, we may be doing... A, the problem I had with this version was that uh -huh. there's a big part of Newcastle that we didn't touch. Up beside uh -huh. the university, the town moor, which is very famous for, for stories, right away past the Blue House roundabout. There's a, amazing uh -huh. stories. Uh, I just have to put it together. Just we didn't have enough time right. to, do, to do it all in one go because the distances to get from uh -huh. the Blue House into town, <sighs> that's, a, that's a canny walk. Would have been a lot. Would have been a lot, and uh, it's it's a lot of it's a long walk with not too much happening there. But uh, yeah. if we start up there and just do that area, maybe we've uh, we can get around there because the stories of the Cavaliers. Well, there you go. Well, hey, we we will be up that top end at some point. It's not going to be this yeah. week, but it'll be it'll be within the next. Two or three months, I think. I'm fairly sure uh, we'll do. Do you reckon you'll do more ghost hunts as well? Every week. Every week uh, on the yeah, Wednesday for supporters and Friday for the, the edited version. Uh -huh. Right. Why did you change from Wednesdays, uh, Thursdays to Wednesdays, sorry? It was just so we had more time to turn around the end show with it looking even better. And if ever we've got... Uh, uh, drone footage or whatever, we need time to put that into into the show. And we, we've got like three cameras recording all the time, so we need a bit of time uh -huh. to put it together. You see the rough mix on a Wednesday, so you see uh, that warts true. and that's all. True. So you <laughs> you can see it before it happens, <laughs> uh, which is a, a, what a lot of you guys like to do. Uh, but, it's great, it's great, I absolutely love it. Champion, that's good news. I watch it with your mum as well, we'll watch it together. Ah, brilliant. That's your mum's a big supporter of you as well. It's a family affair. Well, thank you very much, Stefan. Yeah. Thank you for calling yeah. in. Appreciate your time. You take care. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. Oh, that's nice. I love it when it's the, like the whole family kind of thing. That's there. It's what super quizzes were for, really, if you remember. Gathering everybody you know that you thought might be remotely clever. And uh, <laughs> trying to pot a prize or two. Let's go to Rotherham. Let's bother them in Rotherham. we got Andrew there. Hello, Andrew. All right, Alan. How yeah. you been, lad? I'm all right, man. Thanks for coming on. What do you want to talk about? Well, it was basically, we've just got in tonight for being at the uh, Alan Mar the first direct arena for War of the Worlds. Oh, right. Was it any but good? Popped up. Oh, I understand. It's the fifth <laughs> time we've been there now. Right. Well, we just popped on Facebook there. It was the first things you do as we come in because we didn't get into it, but gone off to it. Right, right, right. Saw the news and just, well, had to put something on the Facebook there. So it's a sad day for British radio, as they say. Well, thank but, you. Thank you for caring. Yeah, you might have read me post. I was the one who put about the fourth doctor at CN, but the moment has been prepared for. Yes, yes, I heard. I saw that. It's brilliant. Great. Out, of all, out of all the quotes, that's the one that hit the mark, so thank you very yes. much. Yes. Well, like I say, I've listened years from war back to the early 80s, so I've known you more than my two wives. <laughs> <laughs> so... Second one still listens to you as well, or so we're still in a good bar. No, well, that's all right. She's a decent one. But you may remember me otherwise if I just say, 
parachute and rabbit. Oh, I know, I know very well, and I, and, <laughs> and also the rabbits. Both rabbits will never forget uh, that. Uh, oh, definitely. That whole situation. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yes, I'm going to be good at that. You know, be on every every night. It's been bad enough not having on metro, but no. it's because uh, when I I used to have a lot of surgery. Even though we live in Rotherham, we used to always come up to Sunderland still for surgery. Right, right. Uh, so, and I was due up soon to get my arm off. Uh, oh, so I was, that was something to look forward to, but I'm sorry it's going to be red, so hopefully they've got good network uh, internet, so I can listen to you on the line anyway. Well, hey, we'll we'll it's find a way. For the, we'll, hopefully, we'll get you around other ways. Uh, well, I hope I so. Just thought, that's it. The day that you were off the radio was the thought the day you'd die. <laughs> me too. No, me too. Radio. Absolutely. I want to go the. I want to go the Tommy Cooper way. That's absolutely the way to be, man. But hey, thank you very much, Andrew. Bless you, man. And what's we'll tell me about your arm? You. What's the crack with your arm? Uh, well, obviously, with the uh, one of the problems I had when I brought me back, I'm not very good on my feet. And one right. time, oh, probably twenty years ago now, I literally just fell over in the street with our last. And I sort of did a roly poly and got up, just didn't hurt or anything. And then it was half an hour later, I went to start the car. I was like, oh, that doesn't feel right. Uh, and then, uh, so went up to the Royal and doctor there says, oh, you probably just sprained it. Yeah. And it turned out I'd literally exploded the elbow. So over the years I've had oh, well, be ugly. operations to try and reconstruct mm. the arm, but... It's got so bad now, it's, we're up to the, the taking the arm off now. Is it so, the left or a righty? Me right dominant. Oh, blimey. So, well, I tell you, give, give yourself a year, you'll be left dominant. Ah, yeah. <laughs> That's a fact, man. Hey, hey be strong. I'm that. sorry been, to hear that, man. That's awful. I've been trying to be left dominant for the last 15 years, and not I was going great. <laughs> no, and and if we can ignore the fact, I'm I'm not going to be sexist in any any which way, but but a, a phrase that only men will understand. <laughs> it's like a stranger, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Most definitely. Hey, well, good luck to you. Let's know how you get on, Andrew, and all the best to you. Cheers. Thanks, well, man. We'll keep that on your online. All right, man. Bye bye. Oh, what a shame. Very quickly, we're running fast out of time, but we've got Sandeep on from Newcastle. Hi, Sandeep. Hi, Alan. How are you? I'm all right. Great to hear from you. What can we do for you tonight? I just wanted to say thank you very much for Night Owls um, for all them years. You know, I was, uh, I like a lot of your listeners, I think I started listening in the late 80s and early 90s, through the 90s and stuff. Um, uh, and it kind of inspired me to kind of get involved. So we're, you know, I'm one of the founders of Spice FM, which is local community radio. Uh, we love Spice, absolutely. Uh, thank you. Thank you. So I just want to say thank you. I'm actually a first time caller after all. Yeah. Years. No, hey, it's great to hear from you, Sandy. Give me love to uh, Doc and Anne as well. We love him. I will do. I will do. I just want to say thank you. And obviously, best of luck with all your new ventures. And we'll be tuning in and stuff. That's ah, kind of you. Thank you, Sandy. And love to you and yours. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Cheers, man. Bye-bye. There you go. Fellow pro. Fellow pro from Spice FM. Right, we are a minute away from uh, having to take my leave. So, I tell you what, uh, I think the poor... Oh, hang on, have we got time to... For, let's have a quick slug. Slug from Middlesbrough there. Hiya, slug. Now then. Hello, man. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> Friday, I made a mistake. Oh, what's that? I was watching your, your thing. I just caught the end of it. And I thought, oh, he's at Acklam Hall. So 
so I jumped in my van, flew around at them all. <laughs> no, but I heard what, what gone on, because you mentioned it earlier on. Right. You recorded it on a different night. Yes, Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So I told oh. you the time, but I thought, oh, I'm going to get to you. Now, staying with that, I think I did actually see you. Uh, I won tickets. I think it was Bigfoot. It was a pub. Right. In South Shields. And you go under a bridge, it's just on the right-hand side. Know it. And were you at the back? Were, were you daft at on? Yeah. Yeah. Well, where, else, stood, where else would I be? I was stood up. Well, I don't know, because you, <laughs> <laughs> you, you were facing forward. You wouldn't have been able to see much. Right. If, if I'm right. Yeah, that's but, true. Uh, anyway, I was just over your left shoulder, so... Uh, yeah, I almost met you. I just wasn't sure. Nah, damn, you, sh you know. You should always tap and say, "Oh yeah," and I'll say, oh, if, "I'll say guilty as charged." So hey, no worries. <laughs> I'm out of time, but lovely talking to you, Slug. Thanks for coming on. Now, if you love your ghosts and all things spooky, we do a live ghost hunt every week on Facebook and YouTube. You can watch what happens every Sunday night from 9pm. It's free, but if you become a supporter, then you get at least an hour extra every week. You also get a thing that we call the blah, which is sort of a debrief every week that only supporters can see. And, of course, you can ring in and talk to us. We would love to hear from you. If that's not enough, you'll also get to watch us film it live every Wednesday night if you're on Facebook and the rough, unedited version by the Friday if you're on YouTube. All this extra for the price of a drink every month, not even every week. Search for Night Owls UK on either Facebook or YouTube. There's over a year's worth waiting for you right now. And you get all the extra bits. And in the extra bits... People send in their pictures that they've screenshotted of all kinds of stuff. We've had full-bodied apparitions, and all of that's waiting for you. Come and join us, become a supporter, and help us along the road.